97.3 Accra There can be no other than to burn three No need to change Keep it tuned to CV Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 7.3 Unleashing the power of relevant radio This is City
625. Sounds of Jane and Bennis. Starting us off on a Thursday morning. Good morning, bonjour, buenos dias. This is the City Breakfast Show. Live on your dial 97.3 FM. My name is Nathan Kwa, sitting in for Bernard Avle. It's always an honor and a pleasure serving you the best breakfast in town. And you're welcome. Please grab a seat and let's have breakfast. Join us on the number 0549-986-996. On Twitter at City973, hashtag CityCBS. And if you are listening to us all around the world, it's on the wings of citynewsroom.com. Thursday, the 6th of October, 2022. If we have life and strength, we thank our maker for these two things. We start off with our business sense. Brought to us by ADB. Now, ADB has the payday plus for those whose salary goes through their bank. You can access up to 10,000 CDs or get about 80% of your next net monthly salary. Remember, there's no interest on repayments within 30 days. And the good news is that your money will hit your account the same day. Yippee! You can call Meredith on 0243-273-369 or now on 0244-284-197 if you have questions. And they'll gladly answer. be truly at Rick and More. And our business sense comes from Stephen Covey. Stephen Covey's written a lot on being effective and leading well. Now he says, management is efficiency in climbing the ladder of success. Leadership determines whether the ladder is leading against or leaning against the right wall. Management is efficiency in climbing the ladder of success. Leadership determines whether the ladder is leaning against the right wall. So if we say we are managing, then we are ensuring that things are being done well, right, according to process and procedure. We are using the list of efforts and we are wisely using resources to succeed. But when we are leading, we ensure that the ladder on which we are climbing to success is even leaning against the right wall. That's what leadership does. Determines the course, determines what exactly is right or wrong, what we need to do. So that we are guided, so that on our journey to success, we don't veer, we don't go off course, we don't get lost. Stephen Covey giving us some nuggets of wisdom this morning. Management is efficiency in climbing the ladder of success. Leadership determines whether the ladder is leaning against the right wall. And that's our business sense for the morning, brought to us by ADB. Up next is the newspaper review. This is the City Breakfast Show. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Sounds of Inkase. Call this on to our bottom. So this was a jam back in the day. The newspaper review is brought to us by Fidelity Bank. They've bought the Sikaboom promo. You can win 100,000 CDs in the grand draw. All you have to do is deposit and maintain 300 CDs and it's multiples. So 3, 6, 9, 12, you get the picture. In your Fidelity Bank account every month during the promo period and then you could win big open your fidelity account today and make that deposit now season and C's apply fidelity bank believe with us now if you don't maintain your car well or maintain your engine well it will age but to beat that feed your engine quartz engine oil it's built with age resistance technology because it will fight mechanical wear by up to 74 percent 
and choosing quads from your from total energy is choosing the engine oil that keeps your engine running efficiently and younger for longer and kel charcoal toothpaste also bringing us the newspaper review recommended for adults and children from six years and above that's what you need if you want to fight dental plaques if you want your gums to be healthy and strong and if you want to prevent cavities it's another quality product from samara company limited and it's approved by the fda kel charcoal toothpaste happy smile Let me say good morning to the guys, Caleb Koda and Godfrey Akutubafu. Guys, good morning. Good morning, Nathan. How are we doing? Well, good, good, we're good. Well, good. Well, great, well. great, great, great. All right, all right, all right. The, um, <laughs> agenda. Oh, yeah. We're racking up the pressure. Yeah. It looks like the president is feeling it. He's been talking mm. uh, to <laughs> yeah. chiefs. Yeah. But uh, did I hear Ojao was a Perdiem's Biakim? They need Perdiem. The quarterly fuel and the they city need, allowance they do they want need, an increase. Yeah, they why why do they get it anyway? Why? Why? Every chief one thousand. Why? The chief why, thousand. Uh, why the queen mother's five hundred. Uh, why? I, I you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I ask you to a chief? I don't know. Also they are part of the house of chiefs. So house of chiefs too. Later from the delegate. They want an increase actually because times are hard, they are reeling under the economic hardships. So they want the sitting allowance and transport increase, and then the the ped near Akimono, the quarterly allowance outstanding. Excellency, we'll do something good for Nathan. Good morning. But I know Ghanaians are interesting. <laughs> After the president spoke, yes. I know Ghanaians, we know everything. Yes. I think the president, if he wants to catch a gala, you see people, he should read Facebook too. Facebook comments. Because, Charlie, as he did, delivered it. People were in the comments. People were in the comments. I'm like, hey, Ghanaians are president. If you check to your left now, this guy will know you. <laughs> <laughs> So you should read the comment. The corporate the is looking for. Then they'll they'll list the person's concessions. The person, this one here 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 here. No, the person says he doesn't deal with rumors. He wants facts. I think you should, you should read some mm. of the comments. You can I, guide uh, guide. Yeah, the they, they they could provide hints. Mm. Uh, Ghanaians. <laughs> somebody somebody even did arrow. This is a guy. This is a guy. From our zone, we know him. He's the guru. He said, This is a guy. We know him. Yeah, he will be digging, man. Anyway, the president says he's not giving up on Galam Safe. It's not an option. Yes. Not an option. Yes. Front page of the Daily Graphic. Yes. And Nadmo goes to aid of wager flood victims. That story. Really, really uh, sad one. Uh, it gives me mixed feelings. Yes, uh, it does. But we'll discuss that later on. Mm-hmm. And Parliament has failed to check Executive Minority Leader Deputy AG. Mm. Ghanaian Times, uh, fight against illegal mining. We won't protect anyone involved in Galamse. Mm. President wants MMDCEs and Stella Jimala be a judge, national best teacher 2022. Congratulations to her. Government increases cocoa producer price by 21%. Minority urges government to consider alternative view on economic situation. Mm. Front page of the 
Republic Press paper this morning, UT boss flies into rage, blames a Kufado Furiata for economic woes. Uh, that interview has been making the rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ness allegedly murdered by boyfriend. Sad story. Gas mm. tanker drivers threatening demo against leadership over embezzlement. Mm. Uh, deliver, uh, develop partnership to counter cyber crime. That's coming from the vice president. Deal with wound to me accordingly. GNASSM to Lance Minister. And former President Mahama is pushing the government over the IMF deal. Chronicle has a very disturbing photo of a forest completely destroyed through the activities of illegal mining. And then it has the photograph of the chief executive of the country, the president of the republic. And then the headline is, No retreat, no surrender. In the Galamse fight, President <laughs> Akufuado says so. Nana tells MMDC is, I will not protect anybody. And Seydu Agongo wanted to rescue me. Amwabing says so. Now the quotation of the day, efficiency 16, 11 to 12, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Hallelujah. Amen. From page of the Anchor newspaper, Galamse Chief's bedroom revealed. Uh, oh! Yes, uh, the two who were digging. Mm-hmm. In their bedroom, mm-hmm. yes, the bedroom has been revealed. Have mercy. Uh, so get they, the they were digging in their bedroom. Oh, yeah, that was um, a week or two ago. Uh, rally behind no. government to keep Galamse. That story is on the front page of the paper. Right. Minister chases landlords over filth. That's the Greater Accra Regional Minister back in the news. Okay, the new crusading guide, Kufado Wu's chiefs rally support for Galamse fight. Baumia poised to lead NPP for 2024 elections. Opari and Science saying so. And bossed position for growth. MD says parties yet to conclude on debt sustainability. And Gumwafete elders raise red flags over DC's endorsement of Al Haji. Kosi Al Haji to fight land guard activities. Front page of the business analyst newspaper. Cocoa price up by 21%. Yeah. We to check in with the cocoa farmers whether they like this new yeah. price yeah. or not. Mm-hmm. So 64 kg bag now. Uh, 800 Ghana cities from 660. Yeah. Uh, shortage of mm-hmm. imported goods loom is coming from uh, Sam Sinasaki, a wing of the General Secretary of the Importers and Exporters Association. Clocksack unhappy with persistent interference in civil service. Now, business finder, cocoa producer price is up by 21% uh, to so. 12,800 Ghana CD per metric ton and then 10,560 Ghana CDs per bag. And thieves impede Tema Akosombo gas pipeline project. Successful Galamse fight requires collective national effort, President Ekufado says. Okay, if you go online, citynewsroom.com says decentralized fight against illegal mining. Small scale miners association is speaking. Only a determined effort in Galamse fight will help MPP break the eight. The president is speaking. Minority demands quick announcement of new farm gate price for cocoa. Plus, cocoa price now uh, 800 CDs per bag. It's gone up by 21%. And still with Galamse, the president says, My Galamse fight caused MPP significant losses in election 2020. So, Godfrey, that's something you have always been saying. And today, the president has also repeated it. Mm. Other stories. On citybusinessnews.com, the cocoa price uh, review is here. And importers hint at possible shortage 
of goods. If you go to myjoyonline.com, they have uh, um, residents of Ashalaja sleep in kiosks as uh, their homes remain flooded. So yesterday we spoke about that. I'm sure we'll get an update. On the musical side, Black Sheriff releases The Villain I Never Was. Uh, Kofi Amwabin says, while others mocked me, said Wagongo offered to help. And the president is saying, Galamse poses an existential threat to our future. And um, Stella Jimalabi, a judged uh, best national teacher for 2022. Starfm.com.gh. Support me to fight Galamse head on. A kufado to chiefs. And there's a picture of him. Uh, uh, giving handshakes to the chiefs. Kakes family slams government over lack of prosecution of witnesses. And five basic schools in New Drabin North closed down because they are flooded. And a pathologist is saying strange diseases, babies born with deformities in mining areas, alarming. Hmm. So we see the effects of mining there. And on the BBC's homepage, if you go international, Ukraine city rocked by pre-dawn explosions. Putin signs annexation laws amid military setbacks. An astronaut becomes first Native American woman in space. Plus, Mexico mayor assassinated in town hall massacre. Now, this is an interesting one, finally. Hong Kong to lure tourists with 500,000 air tickets. So that's something from the people of Hong Kong as they try to get more visitors to come in. Guys, let's get into uh, the papers. I'm sure... Okay, I'll start with the Galamsey and the uh, House of Me uh, yes. Chiefs meeting from Peter the Daily Graphic. Giving up on Galamsey fight, not an option. Uh, consequently, uh, he has appealed to Chiefs uh, to traditional leaders to join hands with him to protect the environment and warn that any of his appointees found to be involved in Galamsey would not be spared. The president first met with the members of the National House of Chiefs and made one major request, quote, seek your assistance to take partisan political interest out of the fight against Galamsey. He said 80% of the land in the country continued to be under the authority of chiefs, with the remaining 20% held in trust by the president. What that meant, he explained, was that ultimately, the welfare of the state of the lands was the joint responsibility of chiefs and the president, although by statute, the minerals and the soil belong to the president, who held them in trust for the people. Quote, it is obvious that if we are to win the fight, you and I have to take the lead to collaborate closely to do so. President Kufa indicated that since he took office, he had made it a central feature to lead in the effort to rid the country of the Galamsey menace. It has not been easy. It has not been popular, and we have not got the immediate results that I was looking for. Mm. Indeed, in the last elections of 2020, my stance on the issue cost my party, and I had significant losses in the mining communities. Uh, it turned out that my statement that I was putting my president on the line in the fight against Galamsey was neither bombast nor recklessness. It was the simple truth. In the center spread of the Ghanaian Times, we won't protect anyone involved in Galamsey. President warns MMDC story by Kingsley E. Hope from Kumasi. The president, Anaiku Fado, has told the Metropolitan Municipal and District Chief Executives, MMDCs, that he's not in the position to protect anyone found culpable in the act of illegal mining. According to him, there have been several allegations of some MMDCs in, um, involvement in illegal mining Galamsey, which he said was 
was tainting the reputation of the government and cautioned those alleged to be in the act to desist from it. Speaking to all the MMDCs across the country in Kumase to seek the assistance in the fight against illegal mining, uh, the illegal mining menace in the country, he said the party, for that matter, government is committed to ensure that the activities of illegal mining was stopped. Here's a quote quickly. If your explanation is not sound, meaningful, or reasonable enough, the appropriate sanctions would be applied without any favor. The constant allegations of MMDCs being the conveyors of the illegal mining is not the best. Mm. Let me, let me stay with Galamse. Yes. Uh, on page 23, the community of Asaman Tamfue have responded. That's where we had uh, the video of the shooting. Yeah. And they say, we are engaged in community mining, not Galamse. The chiefs and people of Asamantan for a, mining, a farming community near Enyinem in the Tiwa East district of the Eastern region have dismissed claims that the youth in the town are involved in illegal mining. At a press conference at Asamantan for on Monday, the Benkumini of the town, Nanabwa Chidakwa, said the area had been licensed for a community mining program which the government launched in June this year. Okay. Um, Nanadakwa is also the chairman of the government's community mining com- committee clad in red band and surrounded by other members of the community, including the youth of the town, all of whom were clad in red apparel, said it was unfortunate that the chief of Apapem, Osaberema Okunjiamai Apeja Ofori, should lead the Ochimai task force to direct its members to shoot at innocent young men in the town who were engaged in licensed community mining, but not illegal mining. Quote, if they come back to the community, we will face them squarely. Mm. Mm, okay. <laughs> he also expressed displeasure with the involvement of the Chebi Divisional Police Commander, Superintendent Magnus of Sam, who led the Ochimai Task Force and called on the IGP to immediately remove the commander from the area because he did not do the right thing. Mm. Most of the youth in the town who were engaged in government's community mining said they were there for peace, and that's why they decided not to physically confront the police and the task force. Okay, if you go to starfm.com.gh, a forensic pathologist and head of the KNUST School of Medicine and Dentistry, Dr. Paulo says Sampini, okay, is concerned uh, by the re- uh, recorded cases of newborn babies with deformities in mining communities. Speaking to GH1 News, the pathologist observed that illegal mining activities which continue to contaminate food crops and river bodies had far-reaching consequences on human health, partly why the country's health facilities were overwhelmed by strange diseases mm. and defects in birth. Wow. Interesting. Page six of the business finder. Cocoa producer prices up by 21%. Story by Thelma Na Aneko Abe in a crowd. The producer price of cocoa has been increased by 21% for the 2022-2023 season, effective tomorrow, October 7, 2022. Now, uh, 12,800 Ghana cities per metric ton. This translates into uh, 12,800 12,800 Ghana cities per metric ton, mm-hmm. up from 10,550 Ghana cities. And uh, that means that the price of a bag of cocoa weighing 64 kilogram gross uh, will now sell at 800 Ghana cities from the 660 Ghana City in 2021-2022 season. Increase represents 89.99% of FOB price. Now, the producer price represents 89.99% of the net 
free on board value. The Minister of Food and Agriculture, Dr. Ousu Akotefiye, announced this in a crowd yesterday. It goes on to give you a breakdown of prices in Ivory Coast and uh, commitment to price, um, farmers' income and other angles in the story. Mm. Well, let me take you to the business analyst. Uh, shortage of imported goods loom. This is something um, Asaki Awengobetu, who speaks for the Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana. Uh, according to him, quote, uh, if you're unable to get the duty to pay, how will you clear your goods to come and sell on the market? If importers who do not anticipate this whooping increment cannot pay their duties, their goods will remain at the port. And he's speaking about uh, the increase in import duties and taxes uh, at the port. Uh, as of 27 September 2022, the rate which stood at 8 Ghana cities, 3 pesos, had been pegged at 9 Ghana cities, 5 pesos, and was due for adjustment yesterday, uh, two days ago, actually. PRC has instructed ECG to compensate customers of our challenges with prepayment vending system. We did this story yesterday. I don't know if anyone has heard anything from ECG. It would be nice to know. Now, GEPA holds second edition of International Coconut Festival. The Ghana Export Promotion Authority, GEPA, in collaboration with African Coconut Group, has held the second edition of the International Coconut Festival in Accra. The 2022 edition of the International Coconut Festival themed repositioning Ghana's coconut sector for accelerated industrialization was aimed at exploring ways of expediting growth of the sector by adding value to the raw materials produced from coconuts. The three-day event, which brought together farmers, exporters, exhibitors, students, public officials, and traditional authorities, among others, is aimed at encouraging more Ghanaians to venture into the coconut sector to boost production and export. Well, this is interesting. Uh, let me take you to the Daily Ghanaian Guide uh, on page 7. Ghana Hotels Association to break away from Ghana Tourism Federation. Mm. The Ghana Hotels Association says it will break away from the Ghana Tourism Federation by end of this month to focus fully on hospitality. The association said the split was necessary because the federation was more focused on tourism. Dr. Edward Akanyamike, president of the Ghana Hotels Association, speaking to the Ghana News Agency, said the decision to exit the federation was taken somewhere in 2018 and this will be ratified during the next National Executive Council meeting in Tamale this month quote okay. as the name implies Gatoff appears to be more focused on tourism but we are in the hospitality business and we want to begin to get the hospitality industry to take on its role as an industry devoid of all the too much focus on tourism I see. well you mentioned tamale yesterday there was a ghana teacher prize ceremony held exactly. there okay stella jima labi yes, stella jima labi was uh, named um, the best national teacher for 2022. Congratulations. She was, yes, she was giving three, uh, a three-bedroom house worth 300,000 CDs. Mm-hmm. And she's a teacher at the Adenta Community JHS. Nice. So that's some wonderful stuff coming in there. Um, other stories? Caleb? Most poised to tap into $970 million WA re-export petroleum market. Story by Cliff Ekufu. The bulk oil storage and transportation limited bust company says it is repositioning itself in order to tap into the 970 million US dollar petroleum re-export market in the West African sub-region. This is according to the managing director, Mr. Edwin Alfred Provencal. According to him, the 
re-export market in the sub-region had a huge potential that BOS could tap into to shore up its demand for foreign currency. Quote, Ghana has a comparative advantage over its neighbors and could capitalize on it if all the non-tariff barriers are removed. This will not only help the country to mobilize extra revenue to cushion the depreciating city, but also increase the company's profitability. Staying with the Anchor newspaper and on page four, the Greater Khorizon Minister Nukorte, who is leading day two of a three-month intensive operation cleaning of frontage excise in Accra, has compelled shop owners of Kadaboy's lawyer park operators, landlords, and other property owners to clean their frontage in accordance with the sanitation bylaw. The bylaw requires occupants of property and spaces to ensure their frontage and surroundings are kept clean at all times. He warned residents of Aveno and Kanishi, <coughs> Abufu, and other suburbs of Accra when the joint team from the Regional Coordinating Council, Metropolitan and Municipal Assemblies, Zoom Lion Ghana Limited, uh, the Ghana Armed Forces, and the Ghana Police Service uh, thronged uh, the areas to enforce the law on environmental uh, cleanliness. Mm. Still on the Ghanaian Times for me from page 26, boost for exporters, small and medium scale enterprises as Alibaba.com enters Ghanaian market. Global technology company Alibaba.com has signed a channel partnership agreement with World Trade Center Accra, a member of the Strategic Initiatives Limited Group. Now, the agreement is Alibaba.com's first entry into the sub-Saharan Africa market as a lead B2B marketplace offering a wholesale platform for millions of buyers and sellers around the world to transact business. The launch of Alibaba.com's first channel partnership in the Sub-Saharan Africa in Sub-Saharan Africa in cooperation with Strategic Initiatives Limited and World Trade Center Accra presents a unique pathway for Ghanaian companies to access new opportunities in the global market. This comes this story comes with a photograph of Togbi Afada the 14th executive chairman of the strategic initiatives limited okay if you go to my journal online uh, residents of ashalaja sleep in chaos as their main as their homes remain flooded okay now some affected residents including families in ashalaja one of the communities in the wajagbawi municipality which were flooded as a result of the spillage of water from the wager dam say they now have to sleep in chaos mm. According to them, they have to contend with the situation until the water recedes. Now, one of the victims called John, he says, quote, Now I sleep in my wife's container together with her and our children. Mm. From the way the level is, it's not possible we can sleep uh, in there until after one week from today. Now, hundreds of people living in the municipality were forced to spend the night outside their homes after water levels there rose to deadly heights. So, there are so many pictures there. Yesterday on Breakfast Daily, we saw some of the pictures. In fact, on CNA, yes. the drone shots give you a, a sneak peek, a bird's view into the, the extent to which the, the spillage had gone. Was All right. I'm sure we'll discuss that and more on the show. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Godfrey. That was the newspaper review. Up next is the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. <laughs> Up next is the City Business News. Brought to you by MTN. Now, don't turn back the hands of progress. There are a number of transactions you can perform with your MTN Momo that are not affected by the e-levy. Now, remember that your first 100 CD transfer for the day is still free. So, keep enjoying the safety, security and convenience of MTN Momo and make those payments on the go with MTN Momo. 
Enterprise Life is also bringing us the city business news. They've got plans for today's woman, which is Bloom. They've got the family income security plan, and they've got the funeral finance plan as well. Send them a WhatsApp message on 0554-001924 or 0307-084444. Enterprise is your advantage. And Access Bank is bringing you the Access Bank payday loan by simply dialing star 901 star 11 hash. You can get up to 40% of your net monthly salary before payday to plug that hole or solve that emergency. Uh, with Access Bank, any day can be payday. Access Bank, more than banking. And the city business is also brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, good energy, Goyle. Kai Loko is here with the latest from the world of business. Good morning. Good morning, Nathan. Nathan, we'll start with the increase in the cocoa um, price for the farm gate and some licensed buying companies, that's LPCs, have rescinded their initial decision of selling their cocoa to buyers from Cote d'Ivoire. This follows the government's announcement of a 21% increment in the farm gate price for cocoa in the country. The announcement by the Minister for Food and Agriculture has been described as a nick in time to prevent cocoa farmers from selling their produce to neighboring Côte d'Ivoire. We have more on this report. Cocoa farmers have long waited the announcement of a new cocoa farm gate price by government. Neighboring Côte d'Ivoire took the lead with 10% increment for the year 2022-2023. This compelled some licensed and buying companies along the borders to consider an alternative of selling their cocoa for a competitive offer. However, they have taken a quick turn as the Minister of Food and Agriculture announced the new prices of cocoa, which translates that as 64 kilogram bag will sell for 800 cities effective Friday, October 14, as compared to the previous price of 660 cities. This increment will see a ton of cocoa selling for 12,000 cities as compared to 10,000 cities. Issa Muhammad Wari is a team lead of some of the licensed buying companies in Seshiyoso. He has been speaking to City News. Actually, we are all happy for the announcement of the new price to our cherished farmers. Everybody is happy on the first. All the food areas, they are happy. The farmers are happy, actually. Who, who, who is going to do that again? Now, everybody, I don't think uh, any farmer would like to send it anywhere again. Because they have 140 Ghana cities increment. This is, uh, we have to recommend the government for that. That was Isa Mohamed Wari of the licensed buying company One in Century. So he's ending that report filed by Emmanuel Opon. Meanwhile, the minority in parliament has expressed its displeasure at the producer price of cocoa for the 2022-23 crop season. The Ministry of Food and Agriculture yesterday pegged the farm price gate at cocoa for 800 cities per bag from the current 660. Speaking to City Business News, the ranking member on the Finance Committee of Parliament, Dr. Castle Atufosin, says such an adjustment will only urge cocoa farmers not to offer their farmlands for illegal mining activities. We have more on this report filed by Ni Ayikwe Okain. We wish to send a loud and clear message to this government that cocoa farmers are fed up and demand their cocoa, price, their cocoa prices now. The suspense cannot continue. In fact, the uncertainties is getting very worried. But let me say that after these uncertainties, 
government should not announce any price below 1,000 Ghana cities per bag. In other words, 16,000 Ghana cities per metric ton. Ghanaians are all witnesses to the historic depreciation of the Ghana cities. In the year 2021-2022 crop season, Cocoa Board used an exchange rate of 6 Cocoa production has been one of the major backbones of Ghana's economy. As a second leading world cocoa producer, it has registered an annual minimum cocoa beans output of 700,000 metric tons since 2012. The 2020-2021 crop season recorded an estimated 1.1 million metric tons in cocoa beans production. To finance the purchase of cocoa beans for the 2022-2023 crop season, the Ghana Cocoa Board signed a $1.1 billion cocoa syndicated loan on Monday with an expectation of hitting an 850,000 metric tons after missing last year's target. The Minister for Food and Agriculture, Dr. Usuafri Yakoto, on Wednesday announced a 21% increase in the producer price of cocoa from the previous 660 Ghana cities to 800 Ghana cities for the 2022-2023 crop season. We are pleased to announce that the government of Ghana has increased the producer price of cocoa by 21% from 10,560 cities per metric ton to 12,800 cities per metric ton. The producer price represents 89.99% of the net FOB value. This figure translates into 800 cities per bag of 64 kilogram gross weight and takes effect from Friday 7th October 2022. Speaking to journalists, a representative of the cocoa farmers on the Ghana Cocoa Board Nana Obeni Akrofi says, although the increase is inadequate, farmers would manage the price adjustment. Asking for more, but they are calling the price of the word price. I think, I think it's okay. How much were you expecting to get? Well, about thousands, but according to the word price, I think it's not really good for us. We are going to explain it to them. I am a leadership farmer. I will organize my farmers and explain every critical point to them. They will understand. But at, a, at a time where farmers are giving out their lands to illegal miners, is this amount quite substantial to help? Well, if you compare the say to the, it's not it's not good. But we cannot do anything. Speaking to City Business News, the ranking member on the Finance Committee of Parliament, Dr. Kezia Latoforsen, expressed disappointment over the price adjustment. Ghana has increased the, uh, the cocoa, the farm gate price, from 660 to 800 Ghana cities. That is way too small. But in times like this, the person that should benefit most is the one whose currency has depreciated the most. Ghana's currency has depreciated more than that of Ivory Coast. What the government seeks to do now is to pocket the gain and not to pass it on to the average cocoa farmer. No wonder cocoa farmers are now in the position to sell their cocoa farms for Galamze. Unfortunately, this is what is happening. People are selling their cocoa farms for Galamze because the government is not paying remunerative prices. Prices that are enough for them to hold on to the farms. This menace will only continue if the government fails to pay the right price for the cocoa.
Tobacco over the years has become the backbone for our country. This Ghanaian economy of ours has survived largely on the back of cocoa. In fact, it employs so much. In fact, it is the largest employer. What we are seeing now is eroding the game. Niai Kweokain filed that report. Let's move on. The Bank of Ghana has called on various fintechs and financial service providers to take advantage of its regulatory sandbox as part of government's quest to drive financial inclusion. A regulatory sandbox is a framework set up by a financial sector regulator to allow small-scale live testing of innovations by private firms in a controlled environment under the regulator's supervision. The introduction of the sandbox comes at a time where there is high emergence of new technology in the Ghanaian financial service industry with tremendous impact on efficiency. Speaking at the Bank of Ghana Regulatory Sandbox Engagement with Industry, Head of Tech and Innovation at the Bank of Ghana, Kwame Opong assured stakeholders that the ideas and information will not be exposed to third parties. Let me address FinTech specifically regarding the issue of privacy and confidentiality. Bank of Ghana as a regulator of financial services maintains the highest level of confidentiality and secrecy. We would like to assure you that every staff of the bank is committed to the oath of secrecy and under no circumstance will third-party information be disclosed. A breach of secrecy requirements attracts serious sanctions, including dismissal as an institution in that institution. Head of Tech and Innovation of the Bank of Ghana, Kwame Opong. Let's now join Gideon Amweniche of Data Bank for the latest updates on the bonds market. Monday's trading session on Ghanaian secondary bond market was lively, with trades in 42 bonds, resulting in a total market turnover of 600 million Ghana cities. The February 23 five-year bond saw much interest and ended the session with an average indicative yield of 34.23%. The data bond bond index closed the session higher, reducing the year-to-date loss to 20.82%. On the money market, the Ghanaian Treasury will target to raise 1.18 billion Ghana cities for the 91-day and the 182-day bills. At the last auction, the 91-day yield cleared at 30.45%, while the 182-day yield closed at 31.57%. Kiriana Moenichi of Data Bank. Well, that's it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, brought to you by MTN, Access Bank, Goal, and Enterprise Life, also powered by citybusinessnews.com. My name is Vivian Kai Loco. Do have a good business day. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Up next is kickoff. The latest from the world of sport. Brought to us by Lecheo. Now, as a directive from the Bank of Ghana, the Ghana card is now the only accepted ID for all financial transactions. So go and have those records updated. Or else. 
problem for you. This is English who branch near you to update your records with your Ghana card to enable us serve you faster and better. You can also send a WhatsApp message to 0574-065-958 or call 0302-208333. Let's share who let's improve lives. Daniel Cranting is here with kickoff. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Morning. It's time for kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Cranting. In the headlines, GFA President Keto Kriku lords former FA President Kwesi for his role in Ghana's World Cup story and all the latest in the world of the UEFA Champions League. start off with some local football and Legon City's football club have expressed disappointment over the suspension of the Bet Power Ghana Premier League. The league season has been halted after three rounds due to a court injunction filed by Ashanti Gold over human rights abuse stemming from the Ghana Football Association ruling the team's alleged um, role in the match-fixing scandal. Public relations officer for the club Kwame Juma Jiman says the suspension will disrupt the good form the team was enjoying at the start of the season. It's both ways, to be honest. I mean, if you look at our start to the season, I mean, having lost our first game against Midiama, we travelled up north to Tamale for two very difficult games. Uh, we managed to win both games against Royal Tamale United and against uh, Tamale City. So, obviously, uh, momentum was with the last, but uh, with this injunction, naturally, it's disappointing. But there's there's not much we can do about it for now, like I said, as these are issues of uh, legal matters. I would, would have wished that uh, this did not happen because, like I said, obviously, momentum was with us and we would have hoped to have carried on this form into subsequent matches. But while it's not happening that way, Kwame Juma Jimang is a PRO for Ligon City's football club. Moving on, and FIFA's representative Hester Indy Royce has pledged total support from the football's governing body for the implementation of the GFA's talent identification program. The initiative seeks to identify and develop the best talents, uh, the best talented youth players in Ghana to form a base for the various national teams. According to Hester Indy Royce, FIFA has confidence in Ghana's football talents. It's already a few months ago that the Federation, GFA and FIFA signed a commitment of cooperation. So we will at least over the next four years cooperate and I'm sure we will extend our cooperation for the long future. FIFA strongly believes in the huge potential that Ghana has. There is so much raw talent and together we want to develop talent. We want to develop talent growing and educating them into becoming top-level football players, representing their country, and bring successful national team uh, activities back to the country. 
You had FIFA representative Hester Inde Royce speaking there. Moving on, and GFA President Keto Kriku has lauded former president of the association, Kwesi Nyantichi, for his role in Ghana's World Cup story. Nyantichi guided the Black Stars to three World Cups in 2006, 2010, and 2014. After missing out in the 2018 edition, Ghana will be returning to the 2022 edition in Qatar this year. Speaking at the launch of the Talent Identification Program, Keto Kriku praised Nyantichi's success with the Black Stars. We are part of the best 32 football nations in the world because we are the World Cup. And in saying this, let me say I echo to our former president, President Nyantichi, who took Ghana to the world in 2006, in 2010, in 2014. If we understand what it means to be at the Mundial, we would give Kwesi Nyantichi a standing ovation. The Mundial is a platform for the very best of football. That was GFE President Keto Kriku speaking there. In today's edition of our World Cup Fact Series today in Qatar, Ivan Sufuchumanto has a summary of Senegal's debut campaign at the tournament. Welcome to Today in Qatar. Senegal competed at the World Cup for the first time in the 2002 edition held in Japan and South Korea. The Taranga Lions got its campaign off to a big bang by beating world and European champions France 1-0 through a Papa Buba Diop goal. Senegal drew with Uruguay and Denmark to qualify for the round of 16 and sealed its place in the quarter-final. Two goals from Henry Kamara against Sweden made Senegal the second African nation to make it to the World Cup quarter-final after Cameroon. Ilhan Manzi's golden goal in the 94th minute in extra time for Turkey knocked Senegal out of the World Cup. The West Africans have qualified for the World Cup twice since the 2002 Cinderella run. In the upcoming World Cup, the reigning African champions have been drawn in Group A alongside host nation Qatar, Ecuador and Netherlands. That was City Sports Ivan Sofuchumanso with today's episode of Today in Qatar. Match day three of the UEFA Champions League concluded yesterday. RB Salzburg, they were 1-0 winners over Dinamo Zagreb. Andre Silva struck twice as RB Leipzig beat Celtic by three goals to one. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang was on target as Chelsea beat AC Milan by three goals to nil. Chelsea manager Graham Potter shared his thoughts after the game. The way we performance, yeah, and the attitude um, <clears throat> against a top opponent. We had to play well, we had to act well. I thought we did. Um, clean sheet, three goals. Um, we had to suffer as well, which is good to do because um, you have to do that in a game at the top at the top level in any game. So really pleased with the players. They've they've worked really hard this week, and um, it's a good start for us. I think Reese is just a, just a fantastic player, and um, and he's a young player, so he's developing all the time. He'll get better and better as we as we as we go. I've really enjoyed working with him. He's got a lot to uh, lot to offer. He's fantastic. He can play any game in the world. He's just tremendous, tremendous. So it's just my job is to try and help him reach his potential because his potential is the is beyond the sky. 
Yeah, Chelsea manager Graham Potter speaking there. Pre-Emerick Aubameyang's goal made it two goals in as many appearances for Chelsea. And um, he also shared his thoughts after the game. Yeah, it was really special. After the truth, uh, it's my ex-old team, if I could say that. So, um, yeah, it was it was really special. We had a great night. We, we played very well, so we are happy. Yeah, definitely. We needed a, a reaction, and we did it today with our fans. I think we, we, we did amazing. We, we were dominant today. And, uh, and yeah, as I said, we are, we are happy to get the, those three points. I don't know. You know, I don't listen to, to these kind of things. Uh, I, I love the number nine, so I, I took it, and, and I'm happy with that. And hopefully I can score my goals. That's a little bit that was Chelsea forward Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang speaking there. Elsewhere, Juventus were 3-1 winners over Maccabi Haifa with Adrian Rabiot scoring a brace. Real Madrid were 2-1 winners over Shakhtar Donetsk. Borussia Dortmund beat Sevilla 4-1 in Spain, leading to the sacking of Sevilla head coach Julian Lopetegu. Lionel Messi was on target as PSG were held to a 1-1 draw at Benfica. And Erlen Haaland scored his fifth Champions League goal this season with a first-half brace as Manchester City beat FC Copenhagen by five goals to nil. After the game, Pep Guardiola, who is Manchester City manager, spoke about the impact of Erlen Haaland this season. Uh, Erlen Haaland, what do you want? is the same like all of us in the game. And he made the hard tricks to, you know, to win the game. So. Of course, if you play more for a minute, you have more chances, but we need everybody involved, everyone involved. So Rico plays, 70 years old, and he's a guy like I know the problems that we have right now with the Kai Walker will be out for a while. Uh, we don't have many, many options in the position, the left, right back, and, and Rico showed me today again, we can rely on him perfectly, even if he's just 70 years old. That was Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola speaking there, bringing an end to kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Kranting. For more sports news, visit citysportsonline.com. Kickoff was brought to you by Le Shejo. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. So we see wonder how I be my God. money, So when you see me rolling on your block, be my God. Like a sickly woman, coco, me coco in my coro. I never did wonder, never worry. My baba did my body. I never did holler for my money. I call on my coro. I never did wonder, never worry. My baba did my body. I never did holler for my money. I call on my coro. My people, let me hear you say.
for my God, oh. I so to for my God, oh. I go shokoto for my God, oh. And nene, and nene, eh. I go de shoki for my God, oh. I so to for my God, oh. I go shokoto for my God, oh. And nene, and nene, and nene, When I'm shopping, there's nothing I no go fear for, oh. See me rocking my Balenciaga for my God, oh. By his grace, there's no galley, I no go fi run, oh. Be on a beat and I dedicate it to my God, oh. Hey, I feel his goodness and his mercy From New York to New Jersey No matter what I they want, I they get it from my God, oh. I feel his goodness and his mercy, oh. From New York to New Jersey No matter what I they want, I they get it from my God, oh. My people, let me hear you say Send in your thoughts and comments 0549-986-996. You can send in a tweet on at City973. Hashtag CityCBS. Few birthday messages coming in. This one says, Happy birthday, Bema Bones to Obeying. God bless you and, and keep you um, with love from Yao and the girls. Yao Bing. Yao Bing to his wife. So, yeah. happy birthday, Mrs. Obeying. Yao, do the do. This one says best of wishes to Mami Esin Kuma of Kagil, Ghana on your birthday. We love you and may the Almighty bless you from your husband Samuel and children Gianna and Kemuel. See me rocking my Balenciaga for my God, oh. And by His grace, there's no galley, I no go fi run, oh. Be on the beat and I dedicate it to my God, oh. Hey, I feel His goodness and His mercy from New York to New Jersey. What I they want, I they get it from my God, oh. I feel His goodness and His mercy, oh. From New York to New Jersey. Sounds of EL causes one cuckoo. Came out some time back, but still bangs. Still bangs, I'm telling you. 
Azeris Bank is saying, dear valued customer, as we join the rest of the world to mark the Global Customer Service Week 2022, Zenith Bank Ghana wishes to thank you for your continued trust in the brand. We assure you of our commitment to continuously deliver a customer experience that is truly fulfilling. Happy Global Customer Service Week. And thank you for banking with us. Zenith Bank in your best interest. Now, over the last 20 years, Ashesi has been educating ethical entrepreneurial leaders through high-impact experiential education. And the uni is now recognized as one of Africa's best. And it has a bold vision to raise the bar for higher education on the continent. And Ashesi celebrating 20 years of impact and excellence. And you can learn more about them on ashesi.edu.gh. Remember, admissions are ongoing. And yes, the all-new Ghana Pay mobile money service app is here. And with that, you can send or receive money at zero transaction fees, pay bills, buy airtime and data, transfer money to and from your bank, and do so much more. Register for Ghana Pay by downloading the Ghana Pay app from your Play Store or App Store. You can also register by dialing star 707 hash and by visiting any branch of your selected bank to activate your wallet. Ghana Pay transaction BIA free. You only pay ELV. Ghana Pay your money your way and it's a collaboration between GIPS and the Ghana Association of Banks. And GCB is saying that if your account has been inactive in the last two years or so, get back to them, reactivate that account, and you could win a reward. Now, if you reactivate with 100 CDs, you will get a 50 CD reward at the end of the month. Remember, T's and C's apply. Hurry and get your account activated and link your Ghana card as well. Contact customer service on 0302 or toll free on 0800-422-422 for further info that you may require. GCB Bank PLC, your bank for life. Them no like say me take over. 
Them the zizi for me, yeah. Them the zizi for you too. Them the talk about me, yeah. If you're about it, they want you. I, 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 Seven forty. This is the City Breakfast Show. Yesterday was a was a very busy day. It was quite intense in Kumasi. The president decided to go to the Ashanti region and sit down with the chiefs discuss galamse because charlie now it's, it's everybody's headache it is our headache if you think that it's far away from you think again because it could have a direct effect on your life because there are parts in ghana where for example the ghana water company limited has shut down treatment plants meaning that well, you won't get water So the fight against Galamse is real and the menace and the kind of devastation it is causing all over the country, it's real. It's not something that we are just saying. It's something that, you know, I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but you can speak to your friends, relatives, anybody who comes from such areas, speak to them or just follow the news and see what exactly is happening and um, you get to understand what exactly we are saying. So the president was in Kumasi yesterday. Uh, seeking to court support for the fight against illegal mining and galamse he met the chiefs and um, had a very interesting conversation on the dangers of illegal mining the fight so far whether or not we are winning or losing or we are at a standstill or i don't know but yeah here's the here's um the president addressing the chiefs in that very important meeting in kumasi yesterday The President and members of the National House of Chiefs, you have been for centuries the custodians and owners of the lands of our nation. Today, between you and I, as the President of the Republic, we are responsible for the management of all lands in Ghana. Indeed, 80% of the lands in this country continue to be under your custody, much of it having been acquired through the blood and sacrifices of your ancestors. The remainder of 20%, which I hold in trust for the people of Ghana, derives from state acquisition from you. What this means is that ultimately, the welfare of the state of the lands is our joint responsibility. Although by statute, the minerals in the soil belong to the president in trust for the people. Historically, we discharge that responsibility well. Even though for centuries we have been a mining nation, mining did not pose a threat to the health of our environment and water bodies. The rules that you put in place for mining ensure that the sanctity of our lands remained intact and our water bodies remained unpolluted. Tragically, in the modern era, 
that is no longer the case. And that is why I've come to you today to talk about how together we can repair this dramatic situation. Since I took office on 7th January 2017, nearly six years ago, I have made it a central feature of my presidency to lead in the efforts to rid our country of this madness, which we all now call Galamse. Indeed, it was an important aspect of my inaugural address of that day. It has not been easy. It has not been popular. And we have not got the immediate results that I was looking for. Indeed, in the last elections of 2020, my stance on the issue cost my party and I significant losses in the mining communities. It turned out that my statement that I was putting my presidency on the line in the fight against Galance was neither bombast nor recklessness. It was the simple truth. We have tried many initiatives, including that of the community mining scheme and the establishment of a new legal regime for dealing with the perpetrators of this phenomenon, which has imposed severe sanctions on those Ghanaians and foreigners convicted of illegal mining. Still, we have not won the fight. It is obvious that if we are to win the fight, you and I have to take the lead to collaborate closely to do so. And that is why I'm here today. After our meeting, I'll also be meeting with the other half of local government, the Metropolitan, Municipal and District Chief Executives, in the 90 metropolitan, municipal, and district areas across the country where mining activities take place to seek their active collaboration too. There are many requests I intend to make of you in the closed-door session of our meeting. But one of the most significant, which I have to state now, is to seek your assistance to take partisan political interests out of the fight against Galance. It can only succeed if it is a truly national battle which no one seeks to exploit for political gain, as we saw in the last election. The progress of our country depends on all of us, all citizens of Ghana, all fellow Ghanaians, pulling together to defeat this existential threat to our future. I've said it before, we are not against mining, but we cannot accept mining in a manner that risks destroying our country. Our nation has always been a mining nation. Indeed, in the 15th century, when the first Europeans, the Portuguese, came to our shores. They called the first European-influenced town El Mina, meaning the mine in Portuguese, because from their ships, as they approached our shores, 
That is the activity they saw our people engaged in. It is not surprising that in colonial times we are called the Gold Coast. I ask all of you to join hands with me in the fight against illegal mining in order to bring an end to the devastation of our landscape and the pollution of our water bodies. We have to win that fight to keep our environment clean and protect our heritage for our descendants, as you did so well in the past. That was the president, Nanado Dankwe Kufado. Now, the president of the National House of Chiefs, Ojiahoho Yaojibi II, also spoke on behalf of the chiefs on their views on the Galamse fight. Mr. President, in May 2022, the Honorable Minister for Energy, Dr. Matthew Opoku Prempe, met with members of the House and the National Queen Mothers Association of Ghana here to discuss the National Energy Transition Plan where the government of Ghana is trying to achieve net zero emission of fossil fuel and other toxic substances released into the atmosphere that gradually destroy the ozone layer. Indeed, Nananom are solidly behind your government in taking pragmatic measures to successfully trans transit from the burning of fossil fuel to the use of renewable and cleaner energy. Mr. President, your relentless war waged against foreign degradation and illegal mining in Ghana is of great importance to Ghanaians, especially with the chiefs. The effects of illegal mining on the environment threaten the arrival, the survival of water bodies, farmlands, the cocoa industries, and even encourages school dropouts as well as undermines the revenue mobilization drive of the country. In view of the developments, in view of these developments, Nananom are solidly behind your administration to apply the appropriate sanctions against persons who are engaged in the practice of illegal mining irrespective of their status. Mr. President, the Ghanaian public is well aware your government has commenced formal engagements with the IMM, the National Monetary Fund, to secure an economic recovery program for the country in the midst of the current economic challenges. Nananom would like to urge the Ghana side of the negotiation team to maximize all their efforts all their economic competences and technical know-how to secure a good deal to boost investor confidence in the economy for its improvement. Nananum would like to appeal 
to the government of Ghana using this media medium through our CETA ministry for the recruitment of staff, especially the non-professional class to whose services are urgently required, particularly in the judicial sectors and the records department of the national and regional House of Chiefs, including the traditional councils. Furthermore, the National House of Chiefs is also appealing to the Inspector General of Police, Dr. George Okufudampare, the Ministers of National Security and Interior, to try as much as possible to check the crime rate in Ghana in recent times, including the gruesome murder of the late Georgina Asoboke at Mankesim, as well as the murdering of private security men in the wild in the Upper West region. Indeed, we are very happy that your Minister for Interior has made a definite statement about the chieftaincy dispute in uh, the Upper East region. That is uh, Boko. We urgently appeal to your government to pay Nananom's outstanding quarterly allowances. We also demand economic sitting and traveling allowances to reflect present-day economic conditions. So that was the president of the National House of Chiefs, Ojia Hohua Yao JB II. So that was the perspective of the chiefs on the fight against Galamse. The president, the president also met MMDCEs. MMDCEs. Now he gave the strongest indication that he would not protect any traditional authority or MMDCE finger to have been actively involved in illegal mining. Because of the constant allegations being made that you are heavily involved in the whole Galamse exercise. Every time people open their mouth, it happened today in the closed session with the chiefs. They mentioned MMTCs as some of the key conduct, con con conveyors, conduit points of the Galapagos phenomenon. So you not only are you having to do something about it in the interests of the country, but having to do something to also declare your own names reputation and in governance reputation is everything I'm coming here today to talk to you about how we can work together to get rid of this phenomenon I'm not here to cast expressions against anybody but also to import, impress upon you that I'm determined come what may to continue this fight against Galapagos I'm aware that in the last election, it cost us, especially in the western region. Most of the mining communities in the area turned their back on us. I think there are just two exceptions, Takwa and Bibini. The rest turned their backs on us. So there is a political cost to the fight we're waging. It's a cost we should be prepared to pay in the interests of Ghana. 
today's meeting is about what we need to do to reverse the operation of this phenomenon in Ghana. Several things have been attempted by the government, the most important of which, of course, is the new community mining scheme. I'd like to hear from you your views on it. Also, there's a new legal regime for dealing with the perpetrators of the perpetrators of Galamse. We've increased significantly the sanctions for offenders who are convicted, Ghanaians who are convicted, or liable to imprisonment, not convicted, mandatorily be sentenced to 15 to 20 years in prison apart from pay, paying a hefty fine. And foreigners, 20 to 25 years in prison, hefty fine, after which is deportation. So we have a sanction regime that is also extremely severe and punitive. So that was the president once again. This time he was addressing MMDCs. And he says he's not protecting anybody who gets mentioned has been involved in illegal mining. Your thoughts are welcome. 0549-986-996. I also take the thoughts of um, my colleagues are here. Godfrey Akutubafu is here. Caleb Kuda is here. Samens has joined us. But if you love your car, please be giving it lots and lots and lots of Shell Motor Oil because they have been endorsed by the very prestigious car makers and that is what your car needs for your engine to be clean, for it to run smoother and for you to change your oil at a longer interval. Visit any Shell station and choose from their wide range of products and enjoy the benefits of additional checks on your vehicle for free. Shell Lubricants designed for ultimate engine performance. Imperial General Assurance is telling all of its customers that they've moved. They are no longer at the Wafas Plaza. They've gone to Laboni. They are the number 10 first Norla Street. And their GPS address is GL0280727. You can call them on 0577-667-43628 or visit their website imperialgeneral.com or follow them on all their social media handles. Imperial General Assurance, solid protection. So, gentlemen, uh, the president has spoken. He's spoken to the uh, MMDCs. They were in Kumasi. He was in Kumasi yesterday. Very busy day. And he spoke to the chiefs as well. The chiefs also gave their take. Uh, I don't know if the MMDCs gave their take on this, but they are as involved as anybody. They are key players or key partners in the fight against illegal mining. And, uh, yeah, the president says he's not giving up. One of the papers, I like one of the, what one of the papers said. They, they said no retreat, no surrender. Chronicle. Chronicle in fight against illegal mining. Hmm. Oh, Nathan, it's important that the president called this meeting um, because it's been a while since he met uh, most of the key actors in the war against Galamsey or the fight against Galamsey, which I must say emanated from the studio a couple of years ago. And if I'm not mistaken, Samas. Very much so. Okay. Mm. Um, 
things have been getting out of hand and it was important for the president to show his concern for the situation getting out of hand so him calling this meeting uh, with chiefs with dcs mmdc uh, and uh, municipality for executives uh, symbolically is very very important for him and also for him for this country as a whole to hear what he has to say on the matter what his personal thoughts are what his feelings are um some would say yes we've heard all these things before and i'll get to that point but to start off with it was important at this point where um the pressure is on again the media is on civil society is on environmentalists are on that we are swamped currently with this and whether perhaps the strategy is working in fact we were told two weeks ago um there was a west africa mining uh, conference here where the national security minister spoke about a review of the strategy that is being used in the war against uh, illegal mining or galamsey we've had the minister go around with his two deputies and all what has been clear is that the war has faulted over the past couple of years and i have i had constantly said on this show that my study in, had indicated a trend that once election numbers started coming through there was a weakening of knees the president admitted to the fact that there was a political cost for his party in the last election due to the pursuit but what has also been clear is that the pursuit perhaps needs a rethink because it has not worked the way in which it has been done mm. has not worked fully it has worked short term it has worked sometimes temporarily sometimes for a month or two but we haven't had sustained respite or we've not made sustained gains from the different levels of strategy since this war against galamsey uh started uh from the side and I have a couple of points I want to make on the way forward. Okay. Listening to what the president said. And I have questions uh, in his engagement with the MMDCs and DCs. And also perhaps who I think the president should be asking even more questions of. Mm. Other than the chiefs who look after the lands. Because you see, it's also interesting that, Samez, the past two weeks, the, some, of, some prominent chiefs mm-hmm. have said that, don't look at us. It is not us. We don't control any form of authority mm-hmm. here. Yeah, Security, about very, very prominent. Yeah, Dr. has spoken about them. it. Santa Hine spoke about it. He says, well, I don't have any political power. I don't control security in this region. I don't give out licenses. So why am I exactly being blamed? Dr. Hine also said, look, chiefs cannot be involved because, well, we just look after the land, but we don't have the power of the state behind us to do some of these things. And then a week after that, we have the president meeting chiefs trying to get buy-in from them. So there are a couple of things I will look at. But I have radical proposals today. <laughs> Very I've, radical. Oh yes, I've given okay. quite a few, but I have okay. radical proposals. We'll, we'll get to your proposals in a bit there. But uh, we have taken social media trends coming up next. And it's brought to us by Cal Bank, Cal's 
account assets advantage and benefit units trust that's what you need because it gives you the chance to put money away towards life's unplanned emergency such as temporary loss of job family emergencies or towards your retirement you can call them on 0574-769-204 or 0501-678-606 or send them a message at cal asset mgt cal asset management wealth creation made easy and the segment is also brought to us by Vodafone, they've got the red office, dial star 200 hash and enjoy longer conversations and the freedom to purchase bundles and others to keep you connected for longer. Vodafone further together. Yeah, Mr. Cranting is back. He's got uh, tech and social media trends. DK, what's happening? Nathan, um, Blacko has taken over the trends. Blacko? Yeah. Okay. Killer. Um, Black Sheriff launched his album um, at 12 midnight. Um, and he's taking over. The villain I never was is out. Um, Konongo Zongo, oh, uh, oh, Paradise, Sad Boys Don't Fold, Waste Man. In fact, he's taking over. The top 10 trends, about eight of them are related, related to, to. Um, uh, Black Sheriff. So, yes, that album is out. We've been hyping it here. So, it's finally out. Go and take a listen. And um, Mijaku is also in the trends. Yes, he's back in acting. And he's doing a new series, uh, Jaku the Professor. He'll be teaming up with Godfrey's very good friend, Akabeneza, a.k.a. Likey. <laughs> Likey! So he and Jaku are going to be working together. It should be interesting, very funny. Um, well, do you know Kwame? Well, well, we know who's reviving, whose career? Oh. Punch. <laughs> now, hey! We know. Legends are legends. The revival. Le- le- legends are legends. Let's not do that. Legends are legends. We should, we should, we should cool down. We should cool down. We should cool down. Nathan, right. um, do you know Kwame Ato? Kwame Ato? This is the second time this week Who Kwame is Ato is trending. Oh, Nana Blue. Yeah, has been mentioning Kwame Ato. Hey, I don't know who this Kwame is. Story series she's doing on TikTok. Where she's on making she reference to her boyfriend Kwame Ato. Yeah. Charlie, the guy, he's, he's my guy. Kwame Ato. <laughs> He's not romantic. He's and a hard guy. But Nana Blue too. <laughs> Nana Blue, they take house of Coco. <laughs> Where you get phone call? Where is the speed of Fanti? Nana Blue, you fancy there. Yeah, Fanti yeah, kill me. Don't be too much. Nana is from Shama. Shama. Buta Shama girl. She went to Kevas. Ah, wow. I see. Western and Central mix. No, brutal fancy girl. Are you serious? When they fry the fancy with the English, <laughs> oh Charlie. Hey, on the casa no. Oh, I like it. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's that's why Kwame Ato is trending. Um, apparently she's doing up. Uh, she's doing it to a lead up to a song. I think she's coming to release. So, oh. um, it should be interesting. It makes very good sense. Promotional sense. Okay. Also in the trends, this guy he's beginning to annoy me. Ah, Haaland. <laughs> what has Erling Haaland done now? Ah, yesterday he played 45 minutes, two goals. Ah, what's he doing? <laughs> so he's constantly in the trend. Yeah, he's constantly. He's got 19 goals though. Today is what? 6th October. Mm-hmm. Man, you hasn't scored 19 goals this season. <laughs> oh. Well, he hasn't met us now yet. <laughs> <laughs> so far, he's been meeting lazy keepers. <laughs> he hasn't <laughs> met Ramsdale. <laughs> hey! But that game, if they score us now, <laughs> it won't be him. <laughs> it's somebody else. Somebody else. Please, somebody. if you are listening, record it. That's for that. It will not be Erling Haaland. Even if Arsenal loses, Haaland will not be Erling Haaland. It won't be him. I thought that you know Atuna he started. Yeah, he's there to score. He's there to score from outside the eighteen. No, he's there to score. You know, I think this is what I think. Goal is goal, and I give it to him. But Charlie, 
so, so predictable. Yeah, but but don't leave him standing alone. <laughs> no, tapping. <laughs> two, then he said two goals. What's that? Right, tapping, not two goals. Ruth Van Nistelrooy's 150 no, goals. You had Ruth Van Nistelrooy's 150 goals. 147 were tappings. Two were headers, one was long range. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, a long range like party. October sixth, nineteen. By the time the league ends, he has two hundred and eighty-eight. He's annoying me. Right. He's annoying me. Okay. But in tech news, um, mm-hmm. a former uh, Google employee, he's um, he's launched an ad-free and tracker-free search engine. It's going to launch in UK, France, and Germany on I Thursday. See. Yes, it's called Neva, and it already has six hundred thousand users in the US. It was launched mm-hmm. last year in the US. It has six hundred thousand users, but it's going to launch it in the UK, wow. France, and Germany on Thursday. No ads, no tracking. I see. Yeah, Neva. So yeah, Charlie. Okay, we'll see how that one goes. Now, second social media trends brought to us by Vodafone and Cowbank. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Is this for your nation? <laughs> Most politicians are cowards. People they your district with their note truck for like 24 hours. Election time comes, same people go, they come around, spray money showers. And the people go, they vote for them all over again. Then it's back to Bahamas. Charlie, he be all over the world. See, the poor get poor and the rich get richer. Where the people know they see, say, Charlie, be like so. 813. This is the City Breakfast Show. Send us a message on 0549-986-996. So that fight against Ghana, see, we've been at it for a while. In 2017, government spent 3 million US dollars to buy drones. Now, I remember the minister at the time. A check on that. So I did my own checks on that. Apparently, they spent $800,000. Irrespective of which money was spent. Yes. $800,000 was how much the drones cost. The the drones were bought in China. Okay. But at the the time, the minister, Mr. Amewu, said the plan was to use the drones as part of the government's grand strategy to effectively clamp down on illegal miners whose activities had devastated the country's land and water resources, okay? So, at least just to, to put this into context, government had been going at it for a while, at least let's say from 2017, let's say from 2017. Five years on, it looks like we still haven't, we are still grappling with this. You see, the thing is, um, we, we as an organization, as a media organization, um, took a certain kind of leadership in campaigning against this illegal mining. I remember vividly at the time um, I had a call from um, Amil at the okay, time yeah. who really encouraged us and decided to also join in the campaign. In fact, it is through his efforts that gave it a national um outlook if if you like but i think between then and now one thing that is clear is that we have a certain degree of failure in the chain of mm. the multi-sectorial um fight okay yeah so what that means is like today there's a deputy minister i forget his name uh, Mirko Duka. Mirko Duka. yes 
who's all over the place fighting Galamse. But I ask the question, one man, what can he do? Or one ministry, what can they do? So the president's effort at meeting the chiefs and then the MMDCs, MMDCs in my estimation, is one of many efforts to bring everybody together because it's not look what if the president sits back and charges the military to go and deal with it will that solve the problem we know what it is it won't mm. so i think the whole effort is first of all we have raised awareness secondly can we get a buy-in from everybody concerned mm. because you see the thing has gone beyond a trade <laughs> it's gone beyond just a trip yes. to a cultural practice. Because when you go there, they ask you the question back, how then should we live? So it means that we should hold the bull by the horn and confront it squarely. Mm. But it takes everybody's efforts. Mm, I not, think that's the point. It's not one ministry's It cannot be. There are several the land's minister legs. cannot do FOCO. <laughs> Even national security alone cannot do FOCO. It will take everybody, including the citizens. Now, back in the villages, traditional traditional African leadership is important. You can go there and give your speech and leave. The chief will tell them something else. So I'm just saying that it's important to get a buy-in. But that's not one stop shop for the solution. Yeah. Because it's this and many others. So go for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is mine. <laughs> the drastic measure, no. no you see, well, I would just spend five or six minutes on this matter because on the Galamsey issue, we've said so much yeah, and yeah. we will not stop saying it. Okay, so look, I think where we are now, there is very little research, policy, whatnot around small-scale mining, artisanal small-scale mining, large-scale mining, that has not been done in this country. It is, in the past five years, one of the single most researched areas in this country. Environmental and sustainabilities, researching it. Uh, uh, anthropologists are researching it. Every, yeah, yeah, everybody. Every, everybody. Mm. The state itself has invested in it because they set up an interministerial committee. The interministerial committee did work. They also did studies where they came up with policies, with strategies that were supposed to help kill off some of these problems. But perhaps in doing so, and that's where Samen talks about it, it's become a cultural issue. When did this problem become a problem? As in large, you know, the, the changing face of small-scale mining. When did it happen? We've always had small-scale mining. We've always had artisanal small-scale mining. We've even, been doing even, it for galamsey. centuries. Yes. Even galamsey. Mm. We've always had galamsey. But yes. it did not happen like this. Mm. Track back 2006 in the upper regions. That is where the conversation started from. When my good friends from the Shanxi province started visiting us. <laughs> okay. And we realized the damage that caused sometime around 2010. Because post that strategy changed because we started having some of these jackboot approaches using the force to try and deal with the canker because we had realized that okay we had moved from simply using pickaxes and hose 
to excavators and trommels and all kinds of things. That change in technology came through a certain interaction. Mm -hmm. That change came also about because there had been a neglect of the state in those areas that had these natural resources. Mm -hmm. So you had chiefs, for instance, suddenly being promised nice cars by individuals who would come up and say, look, Nana, I'll give you a car, look away. Approach an MC or a DC and mm -hmm. say, boss man, just look away small. Here's a, a nice gift for you. Let us do something here. Okay? So, it started growing. Now, by the time the state caught up, and that is what our problem is, the state always catches up late with some of these things. We had had five or six years of it being almost deep-sated. Okay? These engagements that had changed the face of something that we had done in this country for centuries. Now, the approaches to it did not work because by that time, the individuals who would help in checking it had become compromised. Chiefs mm -hmm. and political instruments. We've tried to use the law around it. But for those of you listening to the big issue on Saturday, when I spoke to Dr. Mensah from the CSIR, even today, when you take a look at the law, the legal regime for small-scale mining is almost negligible as compared to the large-scale mining, mm. where the state seems to have a significant focus on. Now, in an attempt to catch up, the state changes the law, and the players have also found ways of changing the, their tricks. One time. And <laughs> I'll, give you a, I'll give you a comparison. You know we're having galamse in the fishing sector? Uh, yeah. Psycho? Yes. Yes. Now, when we changed the law, on to deal with pair trolling. So, I mean, is that what they call it? Pair trolling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chinese and the other uh, foreign entities who were doing this found ways. We are not supposed to register. We are not supposed to have Ghanaian-owned uh, fishing vessels yeah. do a certain level of fishing. <clears throat> but we have them. According to the last report, the Daily Graphic had this about a year or so ago. They were being fronted by Ghanaians. Do we have the same in mining in Ghana? Yes. Mm. If there's a law on how a small-scale mining concession is supposed to look like. These entities have found ways of knowing, okay, the room between CTFM, between Studio A and Studio Annex, left is small-scale, right is small-scale. So we register it as such. But the operations in between, in the middle, are large-scale. That means you get it. Mm -hmm. So legally, they are straddling the law. So when you come, ah, this is small-scale mining. Ah, small-scale. But the operations itself are not. They are not small scale. And so they become more nimble or I would say more agile than what the system can do. Okay? Mm. In dealing with the matter. And we are playing catch up. That is why Samess's point comes in. No one person can do this because it's so far gone that if there, there are too many breaks in that chain. Too many. Too many breaks in that chain. Also, too much money to be made. I'll give you a typical example. I did. I I, I dug up something. So, Samens, on some of these concessions, for instance, the Ghanaians who front it will go and take the concession, but they don't have the money. They don't have the equipment. So, the people who are coming to do it, Samens goes for it. He takes fifteen percent. The person who is going to mine it will take eighty-five percent. That's the foreign entity. Now, if you work the numbers, for instance, that fifteen percent stick can amount to income of 15,000 to 25,000 Ghana cities a week. A week. Yeah. Who is stopping this? 
at 15%. Who is going to stop it? 15,000. Unfortunately, this money, the, the problem we're having with this is once we mention the figures, it is not entering the economy proper. If you understand what I'm saying, the receipts of the small-scale mining, the Galamsey, it is not entering the state's coffers mm -hmm. as much as it's, we think it should, if yeah. any. Yeah. So the state is not even benefiting, even though we've had that conversation about 40% 40 40 yes. of our gold mining coming outputs from. coming from that space. How much of it, if you look at it, you might end up in a year, we dig maybe 300 million, just hypothetically, and maybe $10 million goes to the state. So look at the difference. Remember, I think two or three years ago, we had a report about how much gold had been shipped, shipped. from Ghana to China. Mm. And the Chinese poor had a different figure from what we well, had. we had. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Something like 10 times what yeah. we had. Because Charlie, the illegal routes Seriously. and channels are plenty. And today I'm going to, like I said, a bit radical. I'm not being, people just listen to me a bit. Charlie, feel free, my brother. Okay. Who are the two largest gold miners on the continent? Ghana, South Africa. Ghana and South Africa, yes. Does South Africa have this skill of illegal mining? No. They have what they call Zamazama. Now, Zamazama happens in the abandoned mines. Yep. So, mines that have been abandoned. Yes, the commission, yes. which they are trying to deal with. And that has created significant problems. So they have gangs, they have rape, they have all those issues. Mm. But they, they have as much gold as we do. Right? Do they have this problem? Why wouldn't you? Why? How many Chinese people live in China, in South Africa? They have the largest population of Chinese people on the continent. I'm being very direct with this morning, Samus. Allow me. 350,000 Chinese people live in South Africa legally. Okay. Have you heard that Chinese people are doing illegal mining in South Africa? <laughs> they can't. How, we, the last numbers we looked, they said we have 35,000 legally. According to NI, 35,000. So we have a tenth per the number. Yes. We have a tenth. Yeah. Every, there was a period where within a three-month period, we deported 4,213 Chinese people doing illegal mining. Hmm. Well, not deported. We removed because these days we don't even know what they are doing. 35,000 no, is only those who have registered. Yeah, I know. So, so <laughs> I'm saying that if you want to see how many Chinese people are here, you just check an Emirate flight like that is coming. That yeah. is coming. Yeah. When they get off, everybody's Chinese. <laughs> and I'm being very specific with this because in my, solution, alike, so in my solutions, <laughs> Samens, I'm going to list this. That's why I'm hitting on this a bit. My first one, if we look at what has happened in this whole strategy, something significant happened yesterday. The president's use of existential crisis. We've been saying it. He's never used it before. I think the government communications team should emphasize that. They should spread that message more. Okay? Now, what that means is that we saw it as an existential crisis way back. The best face we had in slowing this advance of Galamsey was the temporary ban we had in 2019. That was the time we saw the water bodies change. And because there was... An, Blanket ban, basically. Okay? Nobody could go because you're not supposed to be there in the first place. Mm -hmm. So nobody could go. Whilst they try to sort out the issues. The situation we are in now is worse than what we had in 2018 that led to that temporary ban in 2019. Now, that ban had an effect on locals. I admit. 
but the situation we are in now requires more drastic requires more drastic measures and so i say ban again one ban again you see because like i said the revenue that we think we are losing is no revenue we are gaining anyways amens we don't get that money the so, money is being repatriated to switzerland uae india and other places so why are we protecting revenue that we are not getting anyway so ban it, but ban are, it we, are we actually protecting for the for the purpose of protecting revenue no, i'm just saying uh, we look at for money is that revenue that you can't even record it's then how would you even <laughs> classify that yeah you can't record it i mean when you feel grant is out there uh, uh, um, um, listing um, the opportunities in Ghana for people to come and invest. I'm not so sure he talks about Galamse. You understand? <laughs> so uh, the point I'm trying to make is that, look, it's something we have flagged as a nation as illegal yes, or inappropriate. You know, you hear some people saying that, oh, we are doing it because we are licensed to do it. Mm. Fair enough. If you are licensed to do something that has come back to hurt us as a country, we should review it. If it means that we should cut the license, we should go cut ahead it. and cut the license off. This People. whole uh, uh, pedestrian talk of uh, I've been licensed to do it and the thing has come back to hurt us. Mm. Look, <clears throat> the, the security flags that Galamse is showing us, and let me say this, if you are in charge of national security, and you're having a good sleep <laughs> today. No, it won't I'm last. telling you, and you're having a good sleep, know this, that one day your grandchildren will suffer. I'm telling you, hmm. if you are in charge of national security and you're having a good sleep, superintending over this Galamse menace, go, look, all our rivers are gone except the Volta. Why? Mm. All our rivers oh. are gone. Every and the Achins are talking about River Brim. You know, which they the, take pride in, the, in drinking. Not, not, not just pride. The Brim is the soul of the Achim people. I lived in Achim, Techima, and Prankasi. I know what I'm talking about. Achim near Onum Brimu. Insu Brimu is the soul. What I'm saying is that we are watching these things being destroyed and we are speaking English around it. And why am I talking about national security? The thing is affecting water security. Mm -hmm. It is costing the Ghana Water Company about 10 times more to treat, treat, water. treat the water than it used to cost them 10 years ago, just because of Galamse. Go to the mining communities. Now, people... According to news reports, which I, I'm not able to confirm, mm. have started giving birth to children with because, strange yeah, deformities. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. There's a pathologist at the KNUST. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying that it's beginning to. No, to I'm increase. just saying that this thing is not a, a bread and butter issue. The dinsu is gone. The pra is gone. <laughs> the brim is gone, and these are features of the country called Ghana. And now, when you do. A, 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 a geographical satellite view it, of Ghana is, is brown. Brown. You see brown water as if that represents our cocoa. Absolute rubbish. It's worrying. But the 2022 um, edition of the APSA Business Connect series is happening this Friday. 
At 10 a.m. on the topic, winning the positioning battle. Join APSA's head of corporate comms and external relations, Ebenezer Mankwa, on Facebook at APSA Ghana. To gain more insight, the APSA Business Connect series helps to take your business to the next level. That's Africanasty, that's APSA. Now, when was the last time you washed your hands? Did you know that hand washing with soap was one of the most effective ways for people, whether at home, school or work or at a healthcare facility, to keep themselves and loved ones safe from infections? Well, now you know. Stay clean, stay safe. Always remember to wash your hands with soap and a running water to stay healthy. This message is brought to you by Water Aid Ghana. Up next is your money. Your money is brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you. Caleb has the tip. Da, 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 da. Yeah, there's a, there's a running story that should serve as a very key um, reminder to anyone to protect their money because they hustle so hard to get their money. You have mm. to do due diligence if you're going to rent or own a property mm. or put up any property. Don't put your money in waterways. You will lose it. Ah, don't put your money in waterways. You will lose it. That's it. You will lose it yes. eventually. If, if, if Ghana water doesn't spill... <laughs> so you, will get you. Thank you very much. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> That's your money. Brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Hungry man say fix the Thirty-four. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Your your messages are coming. We'll read all of them on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. But Godfrey, you were highlighting some of the key. Yeah. So the first one I'm saying, do the ban again. So bring back the ban. Yes, it's harsh, and I know those. I know I've seen the literature on how it will affect livelihoods in the areas. Okay. But at the moment, the livelihoods are gone. You don't have water to drink. I think that shouldn't be the issue. Ban again, yes, with lessons from the first, first one, yes. And in fact, Occupy Ghana has also requested or suggested yeah. that they should declare a state of emergency in these affected areas. Okay, mm-hmm. I was coming to the second one. 
That one. The president spoke to his MMDCs and DCs. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't travel as much as Samens and Caleb do. <laughs> but he didn't need to meet them. Anwabu Jinapo can give him a list. Every area that has seen this galamse change the MMTC there. Just it's harsh. But you see? No, it's not harsh. Just but, go on. <laughs> it's been it's been four or five years yes. of these people sitting down and saying we are trying to fight it, mm. we are doing this. But in your backyards, in fact, some of the areas you go, if this is the municipal office, next door they are mining. You don't see? You don't hear? This see no evil here, no evil principle that they have. See, and the president doing that will show those who are left that he means business. After six years, this is a new leg. I've given you six years of trying to help me fight this battle. You have not helped. The evidence of okay. you are not helping is ha- the destruction yes. in your backyard. Much Suck as, them! Much as um, I will look at a situation like, look, if you find out that uh, there's a non-performing MMDC um, with regards to Galamse, just show them the exit. Okay. Question is, the, the, the unnamed MMDC is also thinking... When Aisha Wan was arrested, mm. was it an MMDC who let her out of this country? <laughs> <clears throat> okay. You see, what I'm saying is that we need a concerted approach to this. Okay. And it calls on every functional area, mm-hmm. every sector that is connected to this menace. I was going to link the last one to that point. Mm-hmm. So let me then let me let just, not take the way like, yes. <laughs> So sack them. You see. Then the last one. Big question the president should ask himself. We have Bureau of National Investigations, now National Investigations Bureau. They've switched. Since in the period that we fought the Galamse War, they've changed names. <laughs> Police. <laughs> military. Immigration. We had two ministries involved at the time. We had environment, environment science, yeah. and tech. Yeah. And then lands and natural resources. Now it is just lands and natural resources. Environment is sitting somewhere. But we've had all this together. Chasing the individuals, the companies who do this. Ba and Juan, a.k.a. Aisha Juan, whom we have labeled Galamse Queen. Six years. Whom have they caught that they can show to the president? That Mr. President. This is the evidence of our work. This is the... If we are looking at Galamse top five in Ghana, this is number five, not number one. This is number five. In six years... Not one. The president gets briefings every day. We are fighting a war against Galamsey. How does the fight... You see, because sometimes in the end, this is about money. People make money. Oh, yeah. People spend money. So... Lots of money, too. The people we arrest are sometimes either in the middle or at the end, not at the top. Okay? If you take out the person in the middle, take out the person at the bottom, the person at the top will simply find a replacement for those two. The chain continues. But in the six years of doing this, we have not been able to put faces to these activities. Bar Aisha Wan. It cannot be something that the president should accept from a six-year war 
that has cost millions of cities has had basically every security agency in this country involved both on the field and investigations wise what have the investigations brought up these are questions he must ask his national security minister like some mentioned he should not be asleep last year last year we had four gun conflicts revolving around yeah. illegal mining four western region western north western north central region we actually had a major one that made the international airlines up north between a chinese company and an australian company uh, major one i didn't even hear about that one. Oh yeah <laughs> so let me that five this year yeah. we've had a few the one at tamfoy one at tamfoy over whatever reason today they are in the newspapers wearing red that they have license to mine like i said they are telling you we have license to mine why are you shooting <laughs> but they are shooting they have guns yeah. where are the guns coming from due to the value of what they are involved in they, have, they are ready to they are ready to die they are ready to die what we face requires the president saying six years who have you caught you cannot show me one what kind of fight is this you see he, the daily briefings are enough no, I think I think I think for me, um, good effort by the president in in meeting um, you know the chiefs and MMDC. But it's also um, a, a signal that he's himself very frustrated at the situation. Okay, so we sit in the studio, and we are not miners and we are not technical people, but we also understand the devastation that is causing yeah. to our society. Somebody is making money out of this distressing situation and putting the future of this country at risk. And I keep talking about that. Some people tell me that, oh, but it's employment. Did you ever hear that in some parts of Africa, armed robbery was seen as employment? <laughs> some years ago, that's, well, that's how we also survive. And so because they make money out of it, we should encourage it. Is that what you are saying? That today we even water to drink. I mean, look, I have drank water from the Brim River before, and I'm not talking about boiling the water. Just fetch and drink. I am telling you, and nothing happened to me. <laughs> you understand? Mm. Today, how many people can drink water from the place? Mm. There's a picture of it. it looks like Tampico. No, I mean, but this, right, these right. pictures that people are talking <laughs> about, <laughs> me, I'm yeah, being surprised. Caleb has had this this water picture for years. Yes. Places. Okay? And we are seeing this thing happen. And look, everything we are doing shows that we are helpless. We are helpless. We are helpless. I am saying. At this Galamsey thing, if we can't stop it, Godfrey said, ban it again. Ban. Ban. Ban the whole thing. And now start isolating the critical areas and i think that once you ban the next thing to stay banned is alluvial mining of any form or shape mm. because that's the and i'm saying that as a as a as a kid growing up i had i had friends children who used to do galamse in aquitia i'm telling you children yes and i'm talking about 10 11 yes. if if my friend is no. ten, i'm 10 years 11 years old 
aren't we kids you are and you remember I, the point you made I about have a friend we called bright my friend bright who used to do <laughs> aquitia galamsi but don't for bright i'm telling you and we went we ended up in secondary school together bright aim i'm telling you and what i'm saying is that they never touched the rivers they went to the decommissioned parts of caste, what we call caste, that's yes, a moment. And then they would do galam say, I hadn't even seen what gold looked like. I don't know that thing looks black. I said, but it's supposed to be gold. What I'm saying is that we have allowed the thing to swallow us up and putting the whole nation at risk. A nation that is fighting flooding. <laughs> a nation that is fighting water spillage. Is dirty distressed. A nation that is fighting sanitation. Yeah. We are liberally opening our gates for people to pollute our rivers in the name of we are looking for uh, our livelihoods. 2022, the world is moving forward and we are speedily moving backwards as a country. It's a very shameful mm. development. As for this galamsey thing, if we cannot ban it, we have failed. You cannot advise anybody out of galamsey You can't advise anybody. I've put money to it for you. 15,000 to 25,000 oh, yeah. Ghana cities a week. City here. Uh, like I will stop. Excavators mm. for 8,000 <laughs> And the fact that it's a culture too. Yes. You know, Samuel, yesterday you mentioned people are not people are no longer listening to politicians. No, if you give speech, they don't listen. <laughs> they are watching the body language. Yeah, but, exactly. Because he lives in the village. They are paying attention he to the body language. The political party leadership is involved in what you are Thank saying. Thank you very much. So when you give the speech, uh-huh. when you finish, yes. that's so because more even while so while you are even giving the speech. Those who are watching are pointing, the people who are standing by you are all cordo. People are telling you that Chama, that the guy beside you said if you want to check. Yesterday people do good. <laughs> the Facebook inside the comments. See the, the thing was on Facebook. Yeah, was, yes. that's true. The president was talking and then from the regions. Oh Adodi, watch your left president. Check right. All the cordo. All the move. So body language. There has to be a ban. There has to be a ban for a period. Yeah. Let's make sure that the ban we can achieve a set measurable of objectives, results. measurable results, results with the ban, yeah. and then if we have to go back to open, it should be calibrated in, into the minutest detail. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the law that governs. Yeah. Like I yes. said, the law is almost it almost ignores that space. Mm. Yeah. It's only recently that they say, oh, we move. But the law almost ignores that space. You know, Newton's third law of motion mm-hmm. says actions and reactions are equal, but opposite. So we need to look at how big the problem is and attack it the same way. Because for... for, for, for <laughs> but something, you know, for, look, for, some, yeah, for something <laughs> that is threatening yeah. are so much so that the, the prospect of importing water is no longer a distant idea. People are importing water already. <laughs> you know. Look, have you read uh, uh, Professor Kwesi Yanka's message to Ace Ankuma? Yes, yes, it was in the Ghanaian publisher. I read paragraphs I mean, of it. You, you, I mean, this is Professor Kwesi Yanka, who, who notably is one of our finest um, writers, you know, 
for Since years. The had, is gone. Uh, uh, Wolves of Equitrot in, 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 in the newspapers and uh, Electra. Now, this is a Fanti guy, okay? Fanti from Aguna Duyakwa, who grew up in the Brim area, in the Achiyase, uh, Ewisa area. Mm -hmm. So, if you grow up in Achiyase, Achim Swedro, Ewisa, the next door is a Brim River. Brim, yeah. hmm. Now, this man in his 70s, I suppose, is lamenting over now mind you this is the last deputy uh, education minister in charge of tertiary under this very government he says that if the crocodile comes out of the water <laughs> to come and tell you something happening inside the water <laughs> believe him the guy is pained but that's not why i'm saying this the guy is pained but it's also an indication that he's helpless. Mm. Bro, we are helpless. <laughs> Not until we ban the thing, nothing, nothing will change. Will change. Oh, if we don't, if we can't ban it, let's not even talk about yeah. it. Okay. And let me say again, nobody can be advised out no, of no, that. No, 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 no. Not with this much money flying about. You think there are no counselors, church counselors in the villages? <laughs> then they should counsel them and Brani and no one cast in Why were you pointing at me in that no, direction? Once I talk church, I have to come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, the point Godfrey makes is very important. While we ban, we really need to make example of politically exposed persons. No, everybody. Body. Not just political. Huh. Everybody. everybody. Business people, everybody. politically exposed. Everybody. Everyone. Papa, because the, the people involved are too many. Characters who are not politicians. Yes. Very powerful and influential people. I'm telling you. you. Control everything. So every human being who goes far of the law Must should be, be dealt with. Sure. As far as it... Look, because if you wait... If you wait, Nanado, if you wait till your presidency expires and Galamse is still there, it will be a dent on your on, 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 on your legacy for the rest of your life, Papa. Hmm. And, and the last one, the cuckoo is also being worried. Mm -hmm. The don't, people say don't, don't let me weep. They say, now they say they won't buy. <laughs> They are even selling their farms. No, no, no. Okay. no they're, they're selling to Cote is not. It's not a major issue like that. I, I'm telling you, it's not. It's not just a major issue like that. But the Ghana cocoa, uh, quality. the quality, quality. and the uh, it's, it's, but but the, the bigger risk is what Galamse is doing to our river bodies and our cocoa farmlands. Farm Cocoa that have kept this country alive for centuries. It has stopped, Oh, we are on autopilot with this cocoa thing. We are on autopilot. I'm telling you. See, go to the cocoa growing areas. If you went to the cocoa growing areas ten years ago, I dare you to 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 produce the names of the people involved in cocoa farming. The same people who were aged. Ten years ago, doing cocoa farming, they are the same people there because all the young people don't there want to who have moved into Galamse. I had a small cocoa farm, and I had to run away from it. Reason is that I was spending more money taking care of the health of the farm hands because they were all aged. Hmm. There are no young people. So you know what I said like, to one of them? 
Mais ça, on a fait un peu. Problem. Every young person is either coming into the urban area or moving into Galamse. One, two, the farmlands are under threat because Galamse is eating into the 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 lands that hitherto were being used to cultivate so, yeah. cocoa. So the quality of cocoa is even compromised. I am telling you, and the use of all these chemicals poisoning farmlands mm. if you if you drive from kede into the kwaibibrim area all these streams that come into the brim are all compromised i'm telling you all compromised because of galamse and i'm talking now moving you into the oil palm belt the thing has destroyed our cassava because in that enclave, you go there, you'll be shocked the number of Togolese airways that are there. What were they doing? Gary. Gary. They were producing Gary in huge sacks. Now all the cassava farms are gone because of Galamse. Gary production gone down. Cocoa going down. Now oil palm. Targeting the oil palm. So we listen that the trouble is so huge that yeah. we we are belittling the thing, and I'm saying that it's not just a, a, a trade, a commercial. No, or they want to make no, 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 no. It's more than that. It's a it's a suicidal mission that has to be stopped. I'm telling you. Oh, 
855. You're still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Lots and lots of your messages have come in on the number 0549-986-996. Good morning. Yes, Caleb, help us. Please. I'm confused. Okay, so let's do this one. Why has the government burdened itself? Right. Good morning, Nathan. I wonder what more evidence the president is looking for. Massive destruction of our lands is ongoing. One of the appointees was caught red-handed. Okay. Um, <laughs> Reggie from Northampton, thank you for sending us. Look, guys, I watched the documentary on Galamse and my blood, my blood went cold. Hey, it's, it showed the extent uh, Galamse the the extent Galamse uh, of no, the extent of destruction Galamse is uh, posing to our water bodies and to a large extent lives in Ghana. The government at this stage should declare a state of emergency and ban Galamse um, of all on all mining, be it small scale, large or corporate mining, for say two to three years to re-strategize how to keep this menace. At the end of the day, it's human lives we are talking about, which is worth more than any amount of gold. Nanado should act now and you say the government alone cannot fight Galamse. Let us all support the cause to protect our water bodies, plants, lands and the environment in totality. Master planner Junior Kintampo says so you add hashtag say no to Galamse. Good morning City CBS. Um <clears throat> Earlier, Santihini and Ochihini said chiefs are not to blame for the Galamse menace. Why then is the president meeting with the National House of Chiefs? Isn't he rather supposed to be meeting with the cocoa farmers who are leasing out their lands for more than... Uh, Jeremy from Adenta, I'm sure you know that it's important that uh, we build consensus from all... You have to get the buy-in. Yeah, buy-in from everybody, all stakeholders from so that we can get this done. The president says he's not protecting anyone. Does that mean he has been protecting people all this while? Bright Kwame from Afyenya. Good morning, Nathan and team. I believe in the fight uh, against pollution of our water bodies. We need to move beyond categorization of mining as illegal mining and galamse. Guess what? Many of those polluting our water bodies have licenses that will not be touched by any tax force. We need to do an operational audit even of those who have licenses to see exactly where their waste ends up. Otherwise, we will only continue to pretend we are solving the problem by haunting the few who have no licenses while ignoring the large majority of licensed so-called small-scale miners who may be wreaking uh, even greater unrestrained damage. Kwame from Dan Suman. Since we are pretending to be fighting this Galamse menace, the water bodies will pretend to be having a positive response, but the reality still stares at us. Okay, uh, so what is the president going to do to the politicians involved in Galamse now nah, from Tishi? Imagine if the president had handed over 10 dismissal letters to the MMDCs uh, found in areas with Galamse and announced new appointees with the rest being asked to go <laughs> and see no more. Like, uh, by now, all the colors of our the color of our river bodies would have started changing. The MMDCs and the chiefs are the people you say are involved in the menace, and um, he must crack the whip and see what the outcome will be. The talk is a lot, especially looking at the damage of Galamse menace. Leslie from Cape. Good morning, Nathan and team. The fight against Galamse is not about talk only, but action as well. Give the people alternative livelihoods. Government must help create attractive jobs, substitute jobs lucrative enough to convince the, the youth in particular involved in illegal mining uh, to opt for, so as to, and also to discourage the big guns involved in this. That's the way. Talk is cheap. We need action. Rebecca Nueki 
Akwete. Okay. Nweki. Nweki. Okay. Good morning, City CBS. The fight against Galamse is like mopping your house when there is a broken water tap flooding the house. The ministers, chiefs, and government officials are the people benefiting from Galamse. They are the same people with the power to stop it. The president is uh, paying lip service. We saw his seriousness in getting the Malevo out of Odisha Minerals Commission issues license to gurus to mine in forest reserves with military protection, and we expect chiefs to stop them. We're joking. George from Airport City. Perspective goes a long way in how this fight is going to be won. Let's change the fight to recovering our waters rather than stopping Galamse. I bet we would find more people joining the fight in making our water bodies clean than stopping Galamse. It makes it sound like a fight that should be fought only by government and official. Dom Jude. I agree with you, Jude. Mm, Jude really from Vindhook in Namibia. Okay. This is what? Vindhook. Uh, in Namibia, Vintok. Right? Vintok. 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 Like uh-huh. Vintok. I, I, I knew if I pronounced it, there would be a problem. That's Okay. The, the drive from the airport yes. to Vintok. No, it's like from here to Kumasi. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Something won't do me. No, Namibia, they don't go there. Like, wow. But the road was good. <laughs> you see the earth proper. proper yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a long drive. Oh, very yes. long drive. <laughs> The country big, but very small. Two million. <laughs> so there's a lot of land. Yeah, I walked wow. through the middle of Vindok in like 30 minutes. You can do that. It's just one small. Oh wow! Yeah. I see. So very nice. Ghana people for no rush go there. All the up and we back. Ah, we back. But here move Once the plane go go, then they go go. <laughs> Hello guys, I just returned from a trip in the western north region and I have come to the firm conclusion that there is no fight against Galamse. It's all talking a crowd because over there it's normal. They are not even trying to hide it. They are digging all along the major highways. They are even digging up towns. I was shocked at what I saw in Asankregua and in the Wasa areas. We are really in big trouble, you say. So listening to the City Breakfast Show, Creamy Plus Evaporated Milk takes you back to the original creamy taste of evaporated milk and it's a great compliment to your tea, coffee, Gary Sookins, Mashke and all your cereals. It has essential vitamins in milk, in the milk with vegetable fat and that's gentle on the stomach. You can find Creamy Plus in all girl shops, Bachuna, Total and other supermarkets. For bulk purchase, please contact Less Farm Distributors at Madina Race Junction on 0501-682-522 or Grace has found us at Akoko Photo in Dansuman on 0245-162-747. Now when you buy anything, it has to be the very best and Diamonds 42.5 R grade cement is the best on the market. For those who want a more, affa- uh, a more affordable type of variant, you can get the 32.5 R grade, which means that's a good deal for you and it's great value for your pocket. Contact Diamond Cement, they've got uh, factories in Aplao, Takradi, and Buipe, or you can call them on 0244 313368 or 0540 111978 or 0202 021175. Diamond Cement still hard as a diamond. 
Now, great leadership is crucial today more than ever. If you want to be an accomplished leader and you want to see great leadership on the continent, you have to join the Live to Lead conference for a full day's leadership event. And it's organized by the John Maxwell Company, live from Atlanta, Georgia, and simulcasted all around the globe on the theme Leading with Integrity for the Common Good. And it's delivered by world class speakers such as uh, John Maxwell, Patrick Ewa, Madame Patricia Obunai, Uncle Ebo White, Gwyneth Addo, and Madame Kathleen Addy. And it will cost you 799 CDs, and it's taking place this Friday, 7th October, at Virtual on Leader Pass platform. You can call 0546665826 or 0244012450 or visit livetoleadghana.com for more info. Partners, Goldfields, the Multimedia Group Village of Hope, Global Share Alliance, Ecobank, Stambic Bank, KPMG, Hollard, APSA, and UBA. Live to Lead is brought to you in Ghana by CTL Africa, Yaopebi Team, and SGA Consult. <laughs> It's uh, five after nine on the City Breakfast Show. We'll take a very quick week. When we come back, we have more for you. Don't go anywhere. Please stay tuned. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Welcome back. This is still the City Breakfast Show. We'll go through a lot more of your comments before we uh, leave the studio. But let's switch track slightly. Let's talk some business analysis let's talk analytics let's talk getting more knowledge and acquiring more skills i have steven obin quarting in the studio with me he's course coordinator at the center for business analysis center for business analysis I'm sure they're doing some high level stuff there 
Steve, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Nathan. Doing? I'm doing well, and good morning to your listeners. Great, great, great. Let's yeah. start off with um, where you work, the Center for Business Analysis. What exactly do you do? What goes on there uh, for those who might not know? Okay. So, the Center for Business Analysis, CBA, um, we are well known for our excellent business data analytics mm. and business analysis certification trainings. Our 23rd cohort comprising of 72 professionals from several industries and sectors is ending this Saturday, October 8th. Okay. And I'm here to announce our 24th cohort, wow. which takes off October 22nd. Okay. And for the past four years, we have trained more than 1,300 participants who are helping their organizations create significant value. And as you may be aware, data is the future of work, and we at CBA are equipping persons to distinguish themselves and practically position themselves for lucrative uh, jobs in this area. Okay, that's that's good. So people know what you do, but why? So why should somebody study business analytics? There are a thousand and one things somebody can learn, or people should learn. Let me put it that way. Why should they study business analytics? Well, without great insights, a business cannot succeed, and this is where business analytics comes in. And data is probably the most important asset in business today as it has become the raw material for most businesses. LinkedIn, for example, lists business analytics as one of the top skills companies need most. Okay. And so becoming data-driven has become increasingly important. Let's take, for example, an accountant cannot just prepare his accounts and leave it to management or the board for decision-making. They have gone past that stage. The issue is... What are the insights you are able to glean from the data that will contribute to the overall strategic trajectory of the company? Companies are looking for professionals who are able to use data to solve complex problems and also inform business strategy. So once you study business analytics, you will develop an ideal combination of business and technical skills that are highly demanded by prospective customers. Mm. And at the center for business analysis, that is our passion. That is what we know uh, we do best. We arm managers, professionals, and leaders with tools needed to break away from the pack. Mm. And I want to encourage everyone listening to us right now to take the opportunity to learn how to turn data into competitive advantage. I, I see. So, um, <clears throat> when when is uh, the duration of, of the next session? Um, okay, one, how long does the session last? And when is the next session? Because you said you were done with the, the previous call. You want to move on. To That's one. right. So, how long does it take? And when exactly are you starting? All right. So, it's a six-week program, weekend lectures only. Mm. So, Saturdays are for the in-person at the National Banking College Airport Residential. That is from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. each training day. And for those who are not able to participate in the um, in-person class, they can opt for the virtual lectures. And that is on Sundays from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Okay. And uh, I also want to invite interested persons who want to learn more about the program to join our free information session 
That is this Saturday, October 8th at 6 p.m. Okay. And the next session, as you rightly said, is starting October 22nd. Mm. And registration is open and ongoing. Okay. So, so how does someone enroll or sign up for, for the course? Right. You can register on our website, centerforanalytics.com. There is an apply button there you cannot miss. And you can also call us 246 and in fact, for this session, we have very limited seats. So, especially if you want to participate in the in-person, you may want to book your seats now. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, what should participants expect? I've listened to you. I'm excited. I've signed up. What should I expect when I attend the, the, the training? Right. For us at CBA, we have two main objectives for the program. One, preparing participants for the IIBA International Certification Exam. IIBA stands for International Institute of Business Analysis. They are based in Canada and they are the certification body. So upon passing the exam, you are certified. And the second objective is to provide practical training to equip participants for the job market. So not only will participants be equipped and practically positioned to advance their career and secure uh, lucrative data-related jobs, Enrolling in this program will provide them with essential skills that they will need to advance to leadership roles. Mm, great. Um, you mentioned the um, the certification. That's you, right. Yes, that that's great. So let's just wrap it up on what more people can do with that with that kind of certification, the business data analytics skill or certification. What what doors will that open for for somebody who signs up and gets that kind of certification? Well, right now. Career opportunities in business analytics are booming. Mm. And in the last decade, business analytics is among the leading career choices for professionals okay. with high earning potentials and also assisting businesses to drive growth with actionable insights. And companies of all sizes are increasingly recognizing the value of business analytics. Globally, the demand for business analytics is growing. And it's not going to slow down. Mm. Um, there are many areas, as the name suggests, business analytics. So it cuts across um, several business fields, right? So irrespective of the area you work, whether consultancy, finance, insurance, marketing, etc., you can actually benefit from this. And there is something I always say: the world will be quite different in the next two to three years from today. The amount of data that is being generated and collected is growing exponentially and almost all organizations will be data driven and business analytics will become the foundation of building the world we'll be living in interesting um so how can somebody get into they've listened they are excited how can they get in touch to see you know how they can book a place and, and sign up ultimately and then i have and then i have a final question for you yes, but you okay. first first okay first let's deal with how people can get in touch all right, so our number is 0246-809-200. I repeat, 0246-809-200. You can reach us on our website. That is centerforanalytics.com. The center is TRE. Okay. And as I said earlier, our next cohort beginning 22nd of October. And our free information session this Saturday is at 6 p.m. So you call the number 
and we'll give you the information to join the meeting. You know, when, when people hear these things, you know, data analytics, business analysis, that kind of thing, a lot of people assume that, oh, I should have a certain type of background to better do this. Is that true? Or anybody with any kind of background can come in and by the time they leave, they will be able to take up all the knowledge that will be handed out. All right. So data analytics, data science is a very broad area. Um, especially if you want to advance to the very high level, you will definitely need some uh, mathematics, statistics, uh-huh. right? But for this program, I mean, all we need is have very basic Excel knowledge. I see. And then you leave the rest to us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you should just show up with, with basic Excel, Excel knowledge, knowledge and then you that, build that's on right. that. Very basic Excel knowledge. And you leave the rest to us. Amazing. Thank you so, so much, Stephen Obin Kwarting. He's the course coordinator at the Center for Business Analysis. Their next session, like you heard, starts on October 22. They have a free session this Saturday, right? Free yeah. info session this Saturday. That's right. Just so people know what all of this that's is right. about. And then that's at 6 p.m. That's a, So is that virtual or in person? Yeah, it's virtual. It's virtual. So once you call, we give you the information. Yeah. Great. Steve, thank you so, so much. Thank you, Nathan, for having me. Great. So yeah, sign up. Call 0246-809-200. And then sign up. Look, you will learn all kinds of interesting things. Um, I bet you. Nine twenty. There's still the city breakfast show. On the fourteenth of October this year, at the Labadi Beach Hotel at nine a.m., the HR Focus um, Africa, which is Ghana's first ever human resource magazine, will be organising the tenth edition of the HR Focus Conference. Another theme: HR's role in embracing the future of work during the economic crisis. And all HR practitioners and business leaders are invited to attend. Now, tickets cost 200 CDs. With discounted tickets for magazine subscribers. Subscribe today and enjoy a discount. You can visit events.hrfocusuniverse.com slash hrfocusconference or you can call 547 800 482 or 207 or 0546-791-5094 for inquiries or ticket purchase. Now, the 2022 HR Focus Conference is sponsored by Vodafone, Old Mutual, EBID, OFI, Enterprise Group Data Bank, Allianz, Acacia, Vivo Energy, SIC, Rabito, B-Systems, Apex Insurance, Intake, Petra, Lene, and Human Manager. Media Partners, CDFM, Multimedia, Daily Graphic, and the BNFT. Now, open global doors when you earn a quality American master's degree in international relations, business admin, or HR management in just about 16 months. MBA students can choose a general MBA or specialize in either marketing, corporate finance, corporate comms, info, technology management, cybersecurity, project management, or digital marketing. 
Admissions are also open for our undergrad programs. Uh, apply now to enroll for October intake and get up to 50% off tuition. Call 0540-120849 or 0540-120869 or visit webstar.edu.gh for more info. Now test drive your dream car own. Test drive your dream car over 25 vehicles from 12 authorized dealers on display. What do you look for when uh, buying a new car? Value for money, design and functionality or on-the-road performance? Let's meet at a test drive festival at the Achimota Mall this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And it's free. Sign up at ghanaautoawards.com slash test-drive or call 0597104529 for more info. Nine twenty-three. You know, earlier when we were talking about um, Galamse and all, I think Samens it was who made the point of getting everybody's buy, including the citizens. So, as citizens, we all need to play our part. We all need to understand that we have a buy-in in this country's development. And I have somebody who, you know, who's nine to five. Is spent educating citizens on what they must know, what they must do, their rights and responsibilities, and how they can contribute to this country's development. I've been joined by um, Miss Kathleen Adi. She's the chairperson of the National Commission for Civic Education, the NCCE, for those who are wondering. Now, she was the deputy chairman of the NCCE in charge of finance and admin. Now, she's, she's experienced. She's done 20 years of comms. Uh, she's a development professional she's done activism she's passionate about civic spiritedness amongst Ghanaian citizens and the need to promote a deliberate and sustained civic education delivery in Ghana and she's the new boss there hello Kathleen good morning welcome good morning. to the city thank Bank you Fashion. very much good morning how are you doing i'm well how are you i'm, I'm all right i'm all right uh, we are adulting so yeah. oh, it's not easy <laughs> anyway congrats on your on your new role it's been a while now, but yes, thank, you. thank you. It's quite belated. It's quite. Be- I mean, your thoughts on on the position? You've you've been at it for for a few weeks, months. I'm sure. Oh, months now. Months now. Yes. So, how do you feel about your new role? Do you wake up every morning and say, "Yeah, this is a huge job." Well, it is a big job. <laughs> I wake up every morning thinking, "How do I solve the next problem?" I see. You know, that's really what I wake up thinking. I don't mm. wake up thinking, you know, this is a big thing. No, no, I wake up thinking. <laughs> How do we how do we make progress? You know, mm. plenty challenges, but pl- many many opportunities as well. You know, and I see the opportunities more. How do we um, how do we make these how do we make things possible? How do we achieve our objectives? Taking advantage of the opportunities that we have in spite of the challenges. I see. Yeah. Your your mandate is is heavy. A lot of people don't know, but exactly. you have a huge task on your yes, hands. Yes. So how have you positioned? yourself for this task in terms of reorienting minds letting people see things differently from now on how do you plan on achieving that well i think that um those familiar with the with the ncc know the kind of the quality of the work that has been done over the years it's a it's a it's a creature of the 1992 constitution And the framers of the constitution actually knew what they were doing when they when they set up this institution as an independent, nonpartisan institution. Mm. 
because um, you know at the time we were emerging from many years of dictator rule, military rule. Let me put mm. it that way. People prefer that, and so uh, the mindset needed to be addressed. Even the basic things about how to live in a democracy was something that they recognized immediately has to be taught in a very sustained way, mm. consistently, in a particular context. And so they set up the commission the way they did. And we are actually eternally grateful to them for that mm. because it's, it's so protected that it's difficult to have political interference. Um, you know, our rules state clearly. We don't take directions from anybody. We do not report to government. We report to parliament. And the president did state at my um, swearing in that uh, he reminded me that <laughs> I don't take instructions from anybody and I don't take instructions from him. And I thought that was that was a, that was a good thing to remind everybody. So uh, the, the 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 thing is, even though it's such an important institution that has served the country really well in a lot of ways that are not acknowledged, not even seen properly. Mm, yeah. There's still so much to be done. There's a lot of work to be done. I mean, there's so many in every facet of society now, the need for, you know, consistent, efficient, sustained civic education is now very clear to everybody, right? It didn't used to be so clear before. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, everybody's like, well, I mean, what are they going to do? What are they? But we see the problem we have in our society. Mm -hmm. And I think we all understand now that um, the biggest challenge is the mindset challenge. Mm, the and mindset that, challenge. Yes, the mindset challenge. And if we could do a lot of... I'm not saying it's the only challenge. We have several challenges in our, in our society, but that is my area. So mm. I'll talk about my area. Okay. The mindset challenge, um, if we could do work to ensure that we, we have the right mindset for building nations, for building communities, we will, we will actually make a lot of progress. I see. So there's a lot of work to be done. Um, there's a lot of new things to be explored. There's a lot of um, doing the old things in more efficient ways. So, yes, my mm. days are very full. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mentioned the, the mindset challenge. And, mm -hmm. and am I to assume that that is everything you do should be arrowed towards that, right? That's mindset challenge. Absolutely. We, our work primarily is to ensure that Ghanaians understand the constitution mm. as the fundamental law of the land. That's our first function. Um, we, we need to uh, ensure that Ghanaians understand that defending the constitution at all times is your civic responsibility. Mm. You know, we need to ensure that people understand their rights and responsibilities and obligations to the state. It's very important. Mm. The rights are very important. The obligations and responsibilities equally important in mm. the whole nation building agenda. Okay. Other things that we are required to do per our functions is to one, um, you know, identify impediments to the entrenchment of democracy, you know, the different things that, you know, impede uh, uh, the deepening of our democracy and, you know, identify, assess that, those situations and, and make government know that these are the things, you know, these are the, for instance, inequalities in society. Mm. These are the things that is impeding our democratic progress. Mm. You know, so these are the, some of the things that we do. So if you look at these things, they are broad already, but we also have thematic areas. And these thematic areas, one is the constitution, that is our main tool of work. Okay. 
getting people to understand constitution as you know the law the, the the major law of the land then entrenching democracy then we have human rights peace building um inclusivity inclusivity means participation of everybody okay. in the democratic process then we have political and religious tolerance um global citizenship environmental governance mm. yeah and then voter and civic education and then of course we have a huge research department that ensures that all of this is able to get done okay. properly so so in line with these um functions mm -hmm. and the mandatory things mm -hmm. you are supposed to do what are some of the things you you would love to to bring on board to make sure that all oh. these <laughs> things are done well, because I look at all these functions, they are they are huge. They are huge yes, tasks you have to try and execute <laughs> yes, on a daily. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I I the way I see it, the way I see it, we we are trying to achieve behavior change. We want mm. people to change the way they look at things, to change the way they engage the state, to become um, more responsible citizens, and all of that. And in order to do that, you need to undertake activities. You okay. need to develop certain policies. You need to do all of those things. And so for me, it's really about how do we get people to change behavior? How do we, because you see, good citizens, hmm? nobody's born a good citizen. Okay. But you can make one. Everybody, every good citizen is made. Is made. You understand? It's manufactured okay. or something like that. Mm. But you have to put in the, 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 the time the resources on a sustained basis to ensure that you're able to build the citizens you require to build the state. Mm. Because the state does not build itself. Democracy does not run itself. All of this requires a certain kind of citizen. Mm. And that kind of citizen does not happen automatically. So you have to invest in getting those citizens so that these other things will be easier okay. to, to, to ha happen more easily. Mm. Great. So, so you 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 want to reform, kind of reform the way people view things, yes. then view themselves as yes. citizens and yes. what they bring yes. 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 to the table. But what would you want from Ghanaians to help you execute your task of oh, helping them? <laughs> <laughs> no, we are helping ourselves. Mm -hmm. the, 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 we are we are all citizens of the land, and civic education, even though the NCC. Is leading yeah. is a lead institution in that area. Every citizen is part of civic education. Should be part of civic education. You sitting here, you know, every morning you could put a couple <laughs> of lines in reminding people about their research. That's that's your civic duty. You have the platform. You have the listenership. You have the followership. You take advantage of that and you do some education every morning. Oh, you can call me every morning. I'll come. <laughs> See, I'm angling for free airtime. You can call me every morning. I'll come, you know. So, and every every Ghanaian, wherever you find yourself, you know, should ensure that you are doing the right thing and the people around you are doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. So yesterday we were out in the in the in the field in the market. I don't know if you've seen the pictures of us no, in the market. I, I, um, I should be on the lookout for <laughs> doing uh, uh, outreach, you know, on on sanitation environmental governance and so on and so forth. Mm. And and I, I kept telling people that it's really not about the there are big problems and there are medium problems and there are small problems that everybody can help to solve, okay. you know. So it's not everybody who can solve the big problems. But as for the small problems that you find in your community, in the area of work and so on, you can do something about it and you should. 
So if you're sitting somewhere and um, this is your place of work, that place must be clean. And if somebody is walking by and they drop litter in front of your place of work, it is your responsibility to get them to pick up the litter. Mm. If somebody sits in the bus next to you and they, and, they, uh, and they drink water and they drop the packaging on the floor, you sitting next to them, your responsibility is to remind them that you can't do this here. And then they'll say something like, but there's no bin. Well, you have a pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is responsible for your personal garbage but yourself mm. so so there's a there's a taking personal responsibility aspect to citizenship that i want us to re-imagine or think mm. about again mm. because i i am of the firm belief that we will build this country community by community you know if we focus on our community and get things going in our context in that way um and every community is doing same we are likely to be able to make progress on building the whole country front mm. And, 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 and that, in, and that uh, is a simple thing, but it encompasses a lot of things. For instance, look at what is happening with Galamsey. Mm. You understand? Now, if, we were, if, 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 if communities were stronger and we had more active citizenship, you know, maybe things would not go mm. so bad. So in, in that line, for example, yeah. what do you think the NCC can do in this fight? Because you're saying that if if we had stronger citizens who could yes, probably speak yes, out yes. and voice. Yes, and all. Yes. So in that regard, for example, what do you think the NCC can do to get more people to understand what is going on? First of all, we have to understand that Galamse in Western North is not just a problem for Western North. Mm. It's a problem for every single citizen of this country. You know, Galamse anywhere in this country is a problem for all of us. Mm. And so... Um, earlier on, I heard you say something about how if we look at it in terms of the destruction of water bodies, maybe more people will pay attention. And, and, and you do have a very valid point. Because people think, well, if they want to, people are digging their home, you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. on that side of the world. Yeah. It's not a lot of people, people think it's far it's away far from away, them. But it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's, 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 um, it's a topic I'm extremely passionate about because destruction of water bodies and forest resources, it's... it's, it's um, it's inexcusable because even if you have a mining license, there is a way of doing the mining that is legal and there's a way of doing the mining that is illegal. Mm -hmm. You don't dump a bunch of poison in a water body. You don't just destroy a source of drinking water. You destroy an important ecosystem, all the marine life, all the flora and fauna. You destroy all of it to extract something for your personal, for you one person, a, a, a common resource for the community. Mm -hmm. And then th there is no license in the world that allows you to do that. Okay. You understand? So even this conversation, the, 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 the idea that, oh, somebody has a license, it's not even enough. What kind of license do you have? What does, the, what does the mining license allow you to do? Because a mining license certainly does not mean that you have to dump mercury. Yes, you have the license to, to mine, not to, to destroy yes, the environment. there is a way of my mining. It doesn't happen only in Ghana. All over the world, people mine, but it doesn't lead to automatic, complete, ir ir irrecoverable destruction of, of, of the environment. Okay. So we must look at this thing. And, and, it's, and look, we have to understand, and it goes beyond just, um, oh, the water body. And those are important things. But it's beyond that. It is actually an existential threat in mm. a very physical way because resource mismanagement in that manner 
is the cause of, it's not, may not be the primary cause, but it's certainly one of the reasons why the wars in Liberia and Sierra Leone went on for so long. I mean, we have a whole um, research film things about blood diamonds. What are we trying to do in Ghana? Blood gold? It's, 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 it's bad because mm. you see, if it's, if it's unregulated and becomes wild and people start being territorial and feeling that they have to you know, because, they have to yeah. guard their, their, their peace. And there's a lot to gain. Then, then you have a lot of other things developing around it. Mm. Already we have a real threat of terrorism hovering around our borders. And we make ourselves extremely vulnerable when we do mining in this mm. kind of way. So, 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 so the Galante issue is big. I mean, in NCC, you know, we do public education. Yeah. We don't do arrest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't do arrest. We don't do prosecution. You know, what you do is public education. What you do is public, but you see, the public ed- education works together with things like arrest and, and prosecution okay. and all of that to 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 help change behavior. You understand? Mm. So, the education helps people to understand things, understand consequences. The arrests and prosecutions helps people to see the consequences. And maybe get a, a better understanding of the impact on your life of those consequences. Mm. So all of it works together. Okay. So ideally, if there's going to be a, um, a national push towards eradication of Galamzi, mm-hmm. NCC should be a core part okay. of that. Are, are you, for example, have you had conversations with, say, Parliament or the President? You may not report to the President, but have you spoken to the Presidency and said, okay, this is going on, we agree and all of that but we want to be part of this we want to we want to go on and and make a lot of noise mm-hmm. have you mm-hmm. have you reached out to any of your partner agencies we are we are working on the, okay. we are working on those things mm. and eventually we'll see we'll mm. see the, the the results of it if, if there's one thing i can i've observed over time about working for a state agency mm-hmm. is money mm-hmm the issue of money, funding support, mm-hmm. because it will drive everything you want yes, to do. Yes, if you want yes, to go yes, out yes, on the yes, field, yes, you yes. need money. Mm-hmm. Research requires money. What, what, what are your plans for, for generating money or for getting generating. financial support for the okay. NCC? Okay, that's a better way of putting it because we don't... Getting financial I, I, support. I, I, I understand. And I mean, like you said, this is a long-standing conversation. Mm. And if you've, if you've been in any press conference that I've been in, I always say it's something I don't like to talk about okay. because um, the media is structured in a particular way. Once you say something about this, you lose the entire conversation that you're trying to have and everybody just wants to talk about that, you know. And it's, it's, it's a serious and important part of the situation that we find ourselves in. And um, I won't lie to you, but the, the, the general crunch, uh, financial crunch that this nation is facing, we have taken a very big hit for that mm. as well. But like I said, it's a general crunch. I don't think there's any department or ministry or any other place <laughs> that you go to and they'll say, oh, we are totally well resourced. We are doing fine. But, you know, there are different levels of fineness. <laughs> we, we are the bottom. <laughs> you know, we, but, you know, I never, I always say that it's not, um, it doesn't mean all is lost because my personal, my personal creed is doing the best I can with what I have. So no matter what the situation is, it, it first, it does not mean that you must not work because salaries are paid. And so once your salary is, you need to show something. And that, that I remind my staff and myself all the time, look, no matter what the situation is, there's no month 
that your salary didn't come as a public sector worker. So <laughs> you must work, you must work straight for it. It's even part of your your own religion, even your religious, if you look at it even religiously, you mm. must you must show some work for the yeah. for the for what you're getting. Yeah. So 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 that's the so that's the that's my posture, that's my attitude. So what that means is that we find um, innovative ways of working and having maximum impact with the little that we have. Mm. So yesterday we were out in the field. In fact, the people in the market that we went to around um, the general post office area, mm -hmm. the, the Watu area, they, mm -hmm. they were really happy that we came. <laughs> they said that they, they know that NCC undertakes education, but to actually come and pick up, because we didn't just go and educate and we went to actually clean, do cleanup. It was a cleanup campaign. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't one of we last over the last couple of weeks we've had cleanup campaigns in, in Tamale, we've had one in Kumasi, we've had one in Accra already. And it's something that we are trying to build into our programming mm. in a more um sustained way. Mm. You know. So those that gave us a lot of visibility, but it also gave us a direct connection with the people. And we're telling them that yes, we always say people should clean, but today we are showing you that we all it's something that we can all do. You okay. know, we are not just preaching it from our office or from the car with our loud, with our horns, but... And not being involved. Yes, but we want to show today that, you know, keeping our environment clean, this is the practical way, and these are the practical um, results that you get from it. Mm. So we've done other things. I mean, we used to do really um, big uh, national dialogues, you know, very big ones and very, very costly in the past, in the, in the last couple of months, and, and, in, and actually next week, we are holding these smaller roundtables that, you know, maybe even more impactful. You have people who are around, you have a smaller discussion, mm, we have okay. better to follow up and follow through and all of that. So there are different ways of doing things that um, when you have a financial <laughs> crunch, yeah. that doesn't mean that you must not be resourced to do your work properly mm. and, and, and optimally. You know, that's very important. But the times in which we find ourselves in, we are trying very hard to work um, very efficiently to maximize the little that we have. But we, it is our sincere hope that this financial crunch will pass and then we will be able to be properly resourced to do our work. And proper resourcing is not just government. Government should ideally do all, the, all of the resourcing that we need. But I don't think there's any point in the life of the commission where that has happened. Mm. But always, there's always a struggle. So you get support from other... Yes, we do get So We do a lot of work with the European Union. They've given us a lot of support. In fact, last year we did a lot of very, very good work around security and, and violence, extremism, and um, anti-terrorism work mm. along the borders, along the border regions, and, you know, it was in, in communities because we are community-based. Okay. So we did a lot of work in communities, awareness raising, um, creating forums and platforms for communities to come together and be able to, you know, get to know each other better and understand what a terrorism threat means, how to identify somebody who has come into your, com uh, uh, your community okay. to sow seeds of destruction and all of that. So we did, we did that work and that was supported by the European Union. So we have partners. We need other partners, for instance, private sector. We need partners, for instance, media airtime. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and those, so all of that will help. Because like I always say, even though we are the lead institution for, you know, deploying civic education, it cannot be a task for just the 1,700 and something of us. You know, it's, 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 we can't do all of it. Mm. But we can work in partnership with people who extend our voices, who extend our reach, 
who help us to get to more remote places. And that's what we are, we are looking forward to. As we wrap it up, there's, when you look at the country from your perspective, mm-hmm. as say the mm-hmm. NCC boss, for example, do you think a lot of people understand the value of civic education? Do you, do you get the sense that people would love to know more? Yes. And if that's the case, why do you think they don't know what they should know? Oh, you know something. First of all, civic education is not a one-off event. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be a one-off event. You 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 educate people consistently, mm-hmm. persistently over time on a very sustained basis. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Behavior change is not something that happens no, it's, it's overnight. A it's a process, and you may have to say the same thing over and over and over again in different ways for a very long time to be able to achieve your objective. There is a hunger for it, for sure, Mm. because people reach out to us all the time and say, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? And we love that feedback because it helps us to also guide us in planning and all of Mm -hmm. that. But there's definitely a lot of need for it. And I think that you don't even need to ask me. You can even put it out there on your Mm. own. (laughs) People actually require it. People need it. People understand the value of it. And I think that there's even a greater awareness of that, that gap especially from co- after COVID. I think that people have become more conscious because of the work we did around COVID and all, all yeah. everything that yeah. happened. Yeah. And the fact that we had reached a point as a, as a country where we needed immediate deployment of, of education and all of that. And actually, NCC was the best place to do it. Mm. We are in every district. Okay. I mean, we are an independent institution. We have the reputation in, in, in local communities for being independent and all of that. And at that point, those were the things, the, build, the, the building blocks that you needed to deploy an effective, you know, COVID education machine. Mm. So I think that after that, there's greater awareness and it makes me very happy. What it means is that there's also greater pressure. In this country, everything that goes wrong, they say NC didn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who misbehaves in this country, but yeah, the NCC yeah. did not educate yeah, them, have, you know, yeah, from kind of you name it, no matter how <laughs> far out there it is. Eventually, the conversation will have an NCC yeah, element to it. Because what you say? But where are the NCC people? They are supposed to be educating yeah. the public about these things, but it always happens. So the awareness and for the need for civic education, I think, is is, is very strong. Mm. Mm. Great, great, great. Uh, Benny, somebody says, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, Benny from Tema just says NCC must teach our leaders first because mm-hmm. they are a reflection of citizens in the society, even though we have a part to play. Interesting. Oh, but I mean, it's true. We are all citizens, you know, leaders, citizens, followers, wherever. We are all part of what makes Ghana work. And there is nobody who cannot learn a bit more. Everybody can learn. Mm-hmm. I can learn a lot more. My staff can learn a lot more. Anybody who everybody. has some free trainings, come and give my staff. We are very happy. Yeah, you, you <laughs> you happy. Also, everybody can learn a lot more. But I think the important thing is that, yes, no matter what you say about leaders, that's one aspect. But there is a personal responsibility aspect to citizenship that we must also start to take very seriously. Great. Concluding words for those listening to us. How long, how long do I have for the concluding words? <laughs> <laughs> A few seconds. A few seconds. Well, um, just to say that, you know, to let Ghanaians understand that um, we we, we actually have a lot coming up as as an institution Mm. and um, we we are not resting 
and saying we are not saying that we don't have money so this or that we don't have money if you have some come and give us but we have a lot of things planned next year is our 30th anniversary as an institution you know we came into being with the constitution that means in 93 yes yes that's when uh that's when the the act came out act is 93 so next year is our 30th there'll be a lot of activities and we'll be um expecting maximum participation from all citizens if you have any material from over the last 30 years that is relevant to ncc it would be nice we'll borrow because we're mounting an exhibition um and a, a, a really big exhibition so it would be nice to have people who have any kind of materials former staff um former commissioners if you have material that will be relevant to the exhibition please lend it to us and <laughs> we'll return it <laughs> we'll return it but in the meantime i just want to say um thank you to city for the opportunity but also to let Ghanaians know that i mean being a good citizen being a responsible citizen is is part of the democracy mm. you understand the democracy is not it works there's a there's a, a, a role for leaders part, to play there's a, there's a there's a there's a role for citizens to play there's a rights part there's a responsibility part there's a social contract and all of us, leaders, citizens, everybody must play their part of that social contract for the democracy to uh, be entrenched. Thank you so, so much. I was speaking to Miss Kathleen Adi, chairperson of the National Commission for Civic Education, NCCE. Next year, they are 30. But we've just been chit-chatting about her work, what she wants to do with her mandate and the general conversation about being a good citizen and what we can all do to contribute to this country's forward march. Very, very insightful conversation. It's uh, 9.51. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Your messages have been coming in on 0549-986-996. We'll take a very quick break. When we come back, we've got more and then we'll wrap it up. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Don't go anywhere. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Galamsey, we are killing Galamsey. Let's stop Galamsey now. Galamsey, we are killing Galamsey. This rap is too priceless. <laughs> rap, a problem in Ghana abounds. The deviants are gaining grounds. Polluting our waters with mercury and rivers. The colors are changing to brown. Yafa Brim, they turn off for status. The quality no longer matters. You see, the future with judges are children my cancer, so because of illegal miners. But yeah, they can fall like but up. But hey, government, what that say? The miners work all day. Destroy land attache. This country is just insane. The laws are not working. We allow some people to come to this country, insult our integrity, indulge in. Welcome back. Sacrifice our waters for gold and It's the City Breakfast Show. Some people have no conscience. They think of their pockets. Read a couple of your messages and then. Lies for getting our rivers are too priceless. I call it a morning. But a quick birthday shout. Happy birthday to my lovely and beautiful. My lovely, beautiful, and gorgeous wife, the message says. Evangelina Noplim. 
Yes, Evangelina, not him, Lavi. You are such an amazing wife, and life without you would have been something else. Stop from your husband, now. Dr. Carl Nutriga of the Kolibu Teaching Hospital. Now, Galam say, let's stop Galam say now. Galam say, we are killing Galam say now. Galam say, let's stop Galam say now. A few more messages before we run out of here. This one says they were able to. Close numerous banks in the first year in government, but Galamse there is rather thriving. Central vote and last from Fete. Northern Ashanti region. The rest are this one says the problem of illegal mining in Ghana is not today's thing. It's become an age-old problem. National governments could have put an end to it, but as long as big hands are behind it, it will be difficult to end it. Momon Johnson from the US said that. This one says, let's take a detailed satellite of the map of Ghana. Let's take the constituency and district map of Ghana. Let's place the two on each other. Then let's cross-reference all the muddy pools that are Galamse areas. Let's get a list of the authority figures per district or municipality affected by Galamse. Let us ask them what is going on. Where is the enforcement? Is there any? Albert Mabeling said that. This one says, God and other mineral mining is not new in the world. Why can't we learn or copy the sustainable modules or models used by others to see their to see to their development or see developments in their countries? But I won't do it because those who are supposed to fight it are funding it. Our leaders are complicit. Fred from Ayukuma. This one says, I went to a place in the eastern region. My goodness, Galamseas will go muddy themselves early Sunday morning, wash themselves and go to church. The problem is huge. Come now, Bill Gates in Tesano. Wows. Right, and then the one I read earlier, NCC, you must teach our leaders first because they are a reflection of society, even though we have a part to play. Benny in Tema sent that. Less, we sacrifice our waters for gold, and our villages are so hapless. Some people have no conscience. They think of their pocket and sell this country for repentance and destroy lives, forgetting our rivers are too priceless. Are you seeing the signs? The results of illegal mines. Galam say, let's stop Galam say now. Galam say, we are killing Galam say now. Galam say, let's stop Galam say. Hey, with the eastern, central vote and a western, northern Ashanti region. The rest I won't even mention. It's a point in the Messiah and poison. Kosher River Pra, interesting. River Brim, level of pollution. And yet, people are drinking jai 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 because our rivers are stinking. Aquatic life we are killing. Look, our values are sinking. I'm sorry, but we are not thinking. A beauty feature generation. Yeah, we must do a lot to fight Galam say. Cook, we got my nation. Everybody, action. Oh, <laughs> like my colleagues have said, it's a effort to hopefully will require a radical approach. If not, to like to reduce some people chop hot, Charlie. We have water in things. Babies are born these days with all kinds of strange diseases. But in some of these areas, country's glories. We stopping Galam say. We need to do a lot more as a country. But that's our show for the morning. Many, many thanks for listening. We always appreciate the fact that you take time out to listen to us. My name is Nathan Kwa. I sat in for Benadavle. Show produced by Fred Jabano and Caleb Koda. Godfred Odum gave us support on technical.
Many thanks to you out there for sending in your messages on 0549-986-996. We do it again tomorrow. We'll be back here with more.